please be advised, some content in the podcast may not be suitable for children. In fact, we try our best to be unsuitable for people of all ages. You're welcome. A world nearly destroyed by a cataclysm. Saved by the actions of heroes long gone. A world that has survived, recovered, and even thrived. This is the world of Tyr. Here, the descendants of those heroes and the other survivors of the cataclysm have built great nations, the eight pillars that support the world. Nearly 1,500 years after the cataclysm, the world is one of relative calm. However, beneath this veneer of peace, great forces move. With every shift and shudder, they threaten to disrupt the delicate balance that keeps the pillars standing. Now, across the world, knowingly or not, people must become heroes, or the pillars will fall and Tear will be no more. Join us as we follow some of those heroes and see their struggles to keep their world from destruction. Hello, we should be seen and heard, God willing. Uh, and welcome to HelpGo Presents Tier Moon Tree Isle. I was just looking up at the Twitch on a delay, so I was seeing the like fade out of the like laser effect Moon Tree City and almost said that, and then was like, wait, what? No, no, I didn't actually rename the campaign. Would have played Merry Hell with the uh, YouTube listings. Okay, we are seen and heard. We have a poem. Joel has also confirmed. Hello, everyone. Hope you are doing well. I see from the chat that people are generally doing Eight. alive. <laughs> um, as I mentioned, uh, this is Helfico Presents Tier Moon Trial D&D campaign where we have some fun and get to explore the far future as the trailer might have let you in on. Uh, Helfico Gaming is a small independent game design game content creation community. If you want to hang out with us and be part of that community and get to interact with us, go to movie nights with us. Uh, see Rachel make that face more <laughs> in your dreams, haunting them. <laughs> uh, you can use exclamation point discord to get a link to join our discord this is fine as we specified before going live we are professionals and we are going to get through this that's a lie it's a bold-faced lie um exclamation point discord uh gets you a link to join our discord you can also use exclamation point uh merch or exclamation point coffee ko-fi uh, if you want to financially support the goats help us do more of this help us put on more programming like our special month of pride programming uh our upcoming because it's you know july now so i can say halloween. upcoming halloween programming um where yeah. we do uh, lots of specials get to have lots of fun of course we have our fates of rin uh stream we have tear we have salt marsh we have spire um so all of that helping us do more of that helping us do um I'm not going to say do that better, do that more expensively, uh, is a thing that you can support with uh, a donation to coffee, uh, exclamation point KO-FI. And you can also get some fun, helpful goat merch at exclamation point merch. Right now, we still have exclamation point donate set to um, 
uh, the Trevor Project, uh, one of our favorite causes. So if you would like to donate to support LGBTQ youth in America, um, we encourage you to do so. We also encourage you to take some time, uh, read about the challenges that those communities face, and also to read about uh, organizations in your particular area that work with these populations and consider donating time, effort, partnerships, etc., um, to those organizations because local charities do a ton of really amazing work um, and often have a really hard time getting the kind of funding that a large national org. Uh, cat, 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 kitty, kitty, yes, okay. Oh god! Jesus! <laughs> the acceleration on that! <laughs> Look at those eyes! <laughs> Just sort of progressively more... <laughs> You don't have me. No struggles. Just love. And that's going on the quote board. In case you're uh, newly acquainted to the tier streams, they're about 50% cats. <laughs> At some point, there may be a cat that appears over there. There's currently a cat's butt right there. Uh, very good Rika pupper may Let's appear. Stick your finger in it, Rachel. Jesus. She's currently Fine. not here, wondering why I'm not doing anything. But if she appears, this is where it will be. Mm-hmm. Okay. Anyway, we are professionals. <laughs> uh, um, God, it's cool. Okay, sorry. <laughs> uh, we stream here, twitch.tv slash helpfulgoat. You can follow us here for free and get notified whenever we go live. Uh, you can also subscribe to us. You can subscribe for free with uh, Twitch Prime, which you have if you have Amazon Prime. Um, and those helps out financially. We'd greatly appreciate that. Um, you can also check out our YouTube archives over at uh, YouTube and just look for Helpful Goat Gaming. And on our socials, we are at Helpful Goat. Um, Chelsea has spotted that both cats were on your screen a moment ago, Rachel. Um, besides that, uh, coming up next week on Wednesday, we will have the Goats of Saltmarsh as Rachel leads us through... Uh, it's been a lot. Let me just put it this way. It's the Ghosts of Saltmarsh by Wizards of the Coast, but uh, absurdist... Like, if you combined absurdism with, like, a dolly painting, uh, it's kind of where you get. With just a touch Burritos of, and chips? Yeah, with just a touch of sad velvet clown. Um, you guys have killed a number of lovers, so... <laughs> not our fault. Um, it's not our fault that all of the bandits hire exclusively couples. <laughs> um, on Thursday, we will have Spire, uh, always amazing, and GM'd by Elise. And then on Friday, uh, God's Injured Levels and Schedule Willing, we will have uh, Goats and Dragons, The Fates of Rin, DM'd by Andy, featuring uh, from this group, Me Playing Charity, and uh, Rachel, who's been our guest star, Clem, for a few sessions and it should be the last time <laughs> you've spoken Finally, it. it won't that. be true i so. know i was told you want to come on for a couple episodes and then and that was what back in august something like that yeah, yeah. <laughs> been a minute so you can come check those out. Uh, that'll be Friday starting at 9 p.m. Uh, you can see our schedule down below if you're on Twitch. It's in the panel. Uh, and you can always, as always, get updates uh, through our Twitter at HelpfulGoat and on the Discord. 
the most up-to-date news. I don't think I have anything else for this. Oh, there will be a, also one thing is there will be uh, some upcoming announcements in the Discord and on our socials uh, related to our new podcast feed that contains Dom and Dragons, us playing Dungeons and Dragons with Dominic Monaghan, uh, which we did just about a year ago. And that was very, very fun. Um, so stay tuned for those. And now, no further ado, I'm going to kick off introductions and then the recap and also Chelsea's poem. Uh, so as I mentioned, my name is Galway. I am the DM for tonight and the programmer director of Helpful Goat Gaming, and my pronouns are he, him, his. I'm going to turn it over to Chris. We never start with me. Don't. Wow. <laughs> I was like, wait, what? Um, hi, uh, I'm Chris. Uh, my pronouns are she, her, hers. And I play Spider Catch, um, who was he, him, his, but now maybe moving to they, them, theirs. Um, as last time he assimilated, right? Is that the right word? Assimilated? With the Nano Driders, sure. who has been named Eliza. So, um, yeah, we'll see how that goes. Um, and now I'm really confused because generally I get introduced as the power top, but now I get to introduce my power bottom as Rachel. <laughs> well, hello. I like that There's... you get to introduce your power bottom as Rachel. <laughs> Primary identity, power bottom. Yes. Yeah, that's fair. Hi, I'm Power Bottom, also known as Rachel. Uh, I go with she, her, hers pronouns. And I play Nero, who's definitely not having an existential crisis about killing Everything. people and or setting them on fire to cleanse them. Oh, it's I think he's got a lot of clarity. I think that's the problem. Yeah. <laughs> and I don't remember if I already said this because I said a lot of words. He goes by he, him, his. And I'm going to go to my uh, directions. If you point towards, right. the, way. Yeah, I was like, my, you point towards the catcher, you get Sam. <laughs> my no less powerful, but side piece, Sam. You, thank you. <laughs> thank you. I'm the side piece. Hi, everyone. I am Sam, and I play Dent, uh, the Eldritch Knight. The enchanted, enchanting suit of armor. And uh, we all go by he, him, his. And I'm going to pass that way to my side piece, Heather. <laughs> Hi, I am Heather. I play Ressa. She's a dwarven cleric of the forge. We both go by she, her, hers. And... Uh, I'm all shivery tonight because at least gets to be my power top. Elise oh, no. <laughs> literally oh, no. just typed the DM. God Don't forbid Heather ever introduces me as her power top. I'm sorry. <laughs> now, now I have to say things that are. You do say it, Elise. I I broke our confidence. I broke you your broke confidence, confidence to force you to say to do it. With you, Heather, and everything to do with the fact that I can't contain myself to not be like. Oh God! Okay, we're not doing. It. We're we're just. Hi, my name is Elise. <laughs> my pronouns are 
if she hears and I'm only a power top in fantasy worlds. Um, we However you are at least so dreamy. I am at least so dreamy. Uh, Rachel made me do that. Uh, this was going to be just a private joke between us. <laughs> she said it right as I saw it. I know. It was so perfectly timed. It was amazing. I was like back channeling. Oh my God. The day that Heather introduces me as her power top is the day I say way too much about myself on the stream. <laughs> <laughs> Okay. Um, hello. <clears throat> I play Minnow Rogue. <laughs> She's a human rogue. And um, so professional. Yes. Her pronouns are she, her, hers as well. And um, you know what? Go away. <laughs> Back to you. And apparently, to, you know, steal a joke from Spire, tonight's Moontree stream, sponsored by Power. Yeah, there you go. <laughs> Everybody, somebody's power something. Yeah, power from all directions. Oh. Okay, that immediately. Can I can I go to read Chelsea's poem now? Please God. <laughs> Sam, are you uncomfortable? Chelsea must Sam, include power professional in her poem next time. <laughs> yep, me, the professional. <laughs> All right. Okay. Uh, Moon Tree, Eliza, and Ed, the mind buddy systems, providing so many questions, theories, and much wisdom. This story, world, and moments within it continue to delight and intrigue with every minute. The Marauders have made it thus this far. They are going to pull through. Much love, tear crew. I can see and hear you. Yay! Thank you, Chelsea! Thank you, Chelsea. Also, thank you, Joel, for your comment of you love watching professional role-playing shows. Mm -hmm. uh, yeah, that is that is definitely the experience that you have uh, every time you tune in to uh, Helpful Goat Programming. Professionalism. Definitely role-playing. Mm -hmm. <laughs> <laughs> what the hell did you all get up to last time? Uh... Oh, I already said in my intro, cat is cat, spider cat. Spider cat, mm -hmm. spider cat. Uh, yeah, so it started off with us uh, leaving where our combat ended us up from the previous session at a wise man's place. So we left there, got in a car, got tracked down by another car, and then... Uh, and then all of a sudden, the nano drider uh, that we had previously just beat snot out of and exploded in fire. I tried to make sure it was totally, completely, 100%, really, really, really dead. Uh -huh. Yep. Um, came back. And uh, then we almost got into another serious combat with it that would have definitely just ended poorly um, for it. But then... Uh, I forget who started it. I think it was Ketch. Mm -hmm. It was Ketch that started like the, hey, hold on a sec. Let's talk to the thing that we were trying to kill moments ago. Um, and uh, it worked out really well. Uh, Ketch became Spider Ketch. Uh, now has Eliza, the um, AI nano drider infused within him. And uh, our session wrapped up with us getting to another safe haven uh, where Dent uh, 
told Nero and Ketch about the things that went on in his head when the uh, previous mech tried to, uh, you know, get inside of his uh, brain. And so now they're going to try to figure out what to do next. Nero also had some uh, kind of internal trauma related to killing something that wasn't actually evil, maybe. Uh, but then... Multiple times? Don't worry, yeah, he found a working solution, though. Yeah, but 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 fire equals pure. So, uh, you know, dirty, dirty, dirty. It seems like they would get along. <laughs> anyway, um, yeah. Okay. That's I just the hear end that in Andy's voice. With Sam. Yeah. yeah, I think Catch and Dent should just let uh, Minnow clean up that mess that we created with Nero deciding that he has righteous fire. <laughs> I will 100% say it's one of my favorite role-playing moments I've ever seen was Rachel playing Nero and be like, so if I burn them, it burns away the evil and then they're fine and good. And watching simultaneously Chris embody catch the fully going, yeah, uh, let's, let's, let's pull that one back. <laughs> I know you got it. We figured um, it out. A very important thing that happened last game is also that we got our online handles. <laughs> uh, catches Fuzzy <laughs> Balls 101. Yeah. Accident with a three. Uh-huh. Uh, Nero is Moss Giant 69. Dellen is Firm oh. Hand 2379. Ressa, I don't <laughs> think we actually ever decided on, or at least it didn't end up in my notes. I think we were like bouncing around some ideas. Ressa is going to be Bionicles. Okay, yes. that was... That was, had come up, okay, or something similar to that had come up. Yeah. And Minnow is thick halibut. <laughs> With two T's. <laughs> two T's. Yeah. The second T is so important. Yeah, because the one T is a fish. So, yeah, so is, so is Minnow the power? No, no, sorry. No, <laughs> Uh oh, and also uh uh in last session uh prior to uh arguably becoming a cryptid, uh Ketch was having a DM conversation with the uh operator of the cryptid blog that he'd been uh watching, Zigzag, who was really very sorry, though very excited that you were, you know, paying attention to his site. But very <laughs> sorry that you thought you maybe had possibly thought he was either a corp agent or a mirror chameleon. Yes. <laughs> we shall see. Um, yeah. So I think that sums up pretty well uh, what happened. You all got back to uh, another safe house. You're... Y'all were tired. <laughs> um... It has been a couple of days that have just been a lot. Um, and uh, a thing that I've also realized I don't uh, tend to do in my games, we actually tend to pick up right where we just were, thus explaining why 23 sessions of Moontree Isle has occupied like six days um, in game world. Uh I was going to suggest, if that's okay, uh, Wise Man um, will end up relocating to another facility once there's sort of another one found. They don't want to concentrate everything in one place. 
Uh, and uh, you all are probably just going to take a couple of days to kind of rest and recuperate. It seems like you're not being followed, since so far the only thing that appeared to be able to successfully follow you all is now in Ketch's arm. Uh, um, and honestly, you can kind of just use the slow down, decompress, think about what you're doing next. Um, Wise Man has a couple of things um, that she needs to take care of, and then she'll be... Uh, Back to sort of talk with you all about things. Um, so one thing I did want to check in on is, assuming you had sort of a couple of days in this facility, are there any sort of cleanup, minor upkeep type things that you would like to take care of? Um, Can I, would it be enough time to get proficiency training with a, with guns? Uh, not fully enough time to get that, but you could have made progress on it. Um, you're, you're kind of almost in a, you're not like in a warehouse, but you're out more in like one of the warehouse districts on the edge. So you do have enough room to be able to do that. Um, and Asana is able to help you with that. So you're making pretty good progress. I even opened up my character sheet yet. Uh, one thing that I would have, would have definitely done is ask if Eliza can explain how they were following us. Okay. How did they keep finding us? Um, so, so if you sort of ask Ketch to relay that, yeah. uh, would you relay that request to Eliza? Ketch? First off, we've been here for days, so that is complete full rest. We are back to full Yes, also you have, HP you have completed fantastic. a full rest. All of your resources reset, um, for having fantastic. completed long rests. Um, how, uh, how did you, you phrase your question, Russell? Um, well, is it, if Eliza's rested now, um, could you maybe talk to her and see how, um, you know, how, how did she keep finding us? Because she just seemed to show up every time. Uh, yeah, I definitely, that would definitely be on, uh, one of, one of the, items on my list to talk with Eliza about. Yeah. As you sort of get that, and we'll say this is like after the, after the day, uh, the first day. So you've had your long rest, etc. Uh, you sort of, all you get back in your mind is this sort of, <sighs> uh, so it seems like Eliza is still down, uh, knocked her. out. Okay. Um, so yeah. Uh, so, um, Slap yourself Thanks. in the face, try and... Actually, is, is... Wait, so where... Okay. Because you mentioned... Yeah, I was going to say, you mentioned my arm. So is it is it in my arm and I just can sense her in my head? Or exactly what has happened to catch physically? So physically, uh, we're basically like the next day and we're taking care of these things then we'll hop to the next day but so you've you've long rested after the the, the day that we played in the last session um your your right arm which is sort of uh where the symbiosis however catch would want to term that uh yeah. occurred still feels warmer than usual and like slightly heavy 
Um, and you are kind of, occasionally you look at it and you wonder if uh, the fur along that arm always was quite that shiny. Um, but uh, when you spoke to Eliza, such as to name her Eliza, uh, it certainly was thinking. Um, okay. you, you don't know, you don't know if, like, the physical sensation is, you know, uh, speaking in modern terminology, if it's just psychosomatic, or, like, you're just, oh, this is where she was, so I'm focused there. Okay. Or if she's actually mostly located there, or what. Gotcha. Okay. So, um, then, uh, Catch would just be like, dude, she is... She's still sleeping. I I don't I don't think we're gonna get any answers yet. Uh, okay, I just I, I'd really love to know because it's just weird the way she found us so fast. Yeah, tell me about it. And she was always creepy about it. I definitely want to oh. ask her about that too. Like, am I gonna be creepy now? I mean, I don't understand how this works exactly. You will you will notice like the, especially like within those twenty four hours. Ketchup will be constantly kind of like checking his sides to see if like he's got another arm or anything coming <laughs> out. His tail will be twitching quite a bit more than normal. Ooh, I wonder if you can regenerate now. You know, like wait, can spiders you know regenerate? Oh, nano driders can regenerate. Yeah. Ooh, ooh, somebody cut my toe off. <laughs> I can't. I can't do it. I can't do it because it'll hurt, and I know it's gonna hurt. But like, if you do it, it'll be a surprise. Well, I can always, I guess, heal it back on again. Yeah, like, and I don't need my pinky toe to, like, stand, right? Oh, I don't know. This is probably not a good idea. Mino from, like, the other room is just like, no! (laughs) (laughs) But, I mean, like, what if... I mean, that could come in handy, Mino. I mean, come on. I mean, can you try something just, like, cutting your finger and seeing if it heals first? Not just going for, like, (laughs) disappointment right off the bat. Fine... And so, yeah, catch well, I will, I'll cut, like, the, the pad of, like, his, his index finger on his right hand, or left hand. You take one point of damage and are bleeding. <laughs> <laughs> and then... <laughs> yeah, and then, do, like, little, little mechanical uh, spiders come out and mend it back together uh, with ass that they shot out from their butt? Yeah. <laughs> what? That they shot out of <laughs> Ass. I got excited. Okay, shot out of their butt. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I'm also trying to decide how acid, wherever it emerged from, would acid. mend. Not, okay, not just Yeah, mending acid. Everybody knows that. Yes, come on. You know, yeah, like they, chemical, yeah. chemically, it's just sure. science. I mean, come mm-hmm. on. Mm-hmm. Okay, fine. Uh, <laughs> no, you you you, you, you just sort of sit there like. Drip. <laughs> Drip. I'll suck it. I'll be like, uh. Asana's gonna sort of look over. Why is Ketch bleeding? Oh, now's a great time actually to test the toe and I'll get out my dagger. <laughs> Why is. What is happening? I just <laughs> catch. Are you ready? It didn't work. It didn't work. You said to try small. I know. And now, now there's nothing left but to try big. <laughs> Maybe she has to be awake. Hold on. Let's try it again tomorrow. <laughs> All right, I put the dagger away. 
He's no longer as excited as he was. Minnow pulls, pulls out handgun fresh from a round of practicing with Asana. Don't worry, guys. I got this. Can we shoot your toe off? Okay. I shot mean, my pinky toe. Given my like track record with shooting, that's probably the most likely thing to happen. No, given yeah, track record with no, shooting. No, the most likely thing to happen is it would ricochet off of me and hit Ressa. <laughs> <laughs> yep, yep. <laughs> Fair point. Sure. Fair okay, point. the very first time that I shot a gun, it worked. Do you remember? It was the no. very, like, that's why yep. Minna was so confident shooting it the second time and then shot Ressa with a natural <laughs> And one. then almost killed a party member. And I just love how we yeah. were going through that one and it was just like, okay, you fumbled that. Uh, there isn't really a debate about how that fumble plays out, right? <laughs> like, mm -hmm. we, we know what this is. Um, anybody else want to do anything over sort of the course of this rest day sam i know i have a couple i have a couple questions um so one how does dense appearance compare like in his current like mock-up mech form compared to that of the uh, mechs that attacked us slash were from foro uh so not counting the nano drider, which was kind of a thing unto itself, uh, you were about half the size of the mechs. Uh, they were probably about 12 feet tall. Um, oh, they, they were legitimately a large creature. Um, they were much more sparsely designed than you or some of like the other mechs that seem like maybe more like personal attendant or even like shopkeeper mechs. Um, they were mostly uh, very sort of not thin in the sense of uh, like very small, but just mechanical appendages that were attached to sort of a central hub. Uh, and then the sort of head shape was not at all sculpted like a humanoid head. Uh, it was very sort of angular, relatively thin. You could see a lot of exposed points of articulation. Um, and then uh, had the sort of one massive central eye. Uh, so you don't look a lot like those. Gotcha. Okay. Would it be possible during this downtime for me to put together like an outer skin that Dent could wear? That made him look like. That's a disguise. Remember, you're also. We also need you to fix my sword. <laughs> yes, I, yeah. I thought I did that already. Have, just let, let me of, give you a skin. Just pasting <laughs> skin over this suit of fucking armor. It's like, well, no. <laughs> oh God, yeah. Yeah, that costume would have been a better word. I, okay, so just putting everyone. on a skin suit over the thing and just... <laughs> so making him look like a mech, you know, uh, putting him inside of a mech shell. Sounds okay, very Silence of the Lambs. Right? No, not... Yeah, as you say, not a, not a skin suit, more of a, a robotic babushka doll. Yeah, yeah robotic babushka. Then yeah. could we open him up and see what other kind of robots are inside of him? Or is he the smallest Ed. babushka? <laughs> yeah. There you go. Fair. Um, I, Galway, I don't know if that would be much more effective than the fact that I've already been modded to look like, you know, a personal attendant. I don't know, like, 
I guess if we're trying to like stealth into Foro and disguise me as a you know combatant mech, but I don't. Yeah, that that would be the utility if it, it you know would that would be that would probably be hard. Um, and like Asana at least could give you a little bit of perspective on that. Um, to put this in above the table sort of terminology, that would be a bit like trying to disguise a car as a tank, um, which it isn't even just the technical challenges of that. It's also that that's a war machine. Like that yeah. is a, that doesn't fit in anywhere. If, if you got it wrong and that thing wasn't supposed to be at that 4 location, they'd know super quick you are currently probably much more capable of blending in as someone's bodyguard or attendant mech or any number of other relatively, you know, humanoid creature size and style mechs. Okay. Good, good idea though. I, um, I, speaking of Ed, my next two questions concern him. Uh, really fast one over the course of this time um is new common the only language that's kind of being spoken by people in the area or could ed have been focused on picking up another language um new common is certainly the the most common um you haven't been around people all of that all that much this like newest safe house is like i said essentially in a like a warehouse district um so you're not really able to get that kind of passive listening in uh in the same way um you have heard uh remind me what languages you slash uh ed speak so ed has a celestial draconic aquane uh i i didn't Right, Dawson before New Common, but I think he's the one that knows New Common. Yep, I believe so. Um, and then I, as Dent, just know Common. Okay. Um, he has heard a couple of times little snatches of Draconic that... I'm trying to think of how to say this as opposed to common versus new common being related but different languages uh there do seem to be some variances in sort of pronunciation and grammar on the draconic but not enough that you would really call it new draconic he could understand it it just sort of mm-hmm. takes a second of like wait what oh okay 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 um so he has heard some of that uh i he hasn't heard any celestial um so he doesn't have much to compare that to. Um, you did hear a little bit of some other language. Does anyone here speak Undercommon? Don't think anyone does. Um, spoiler. It was Undercommon. Um, and it was it was sort of, a, again, a new Undercommon. Um, but uh, you've mostly actually heard new common it seems like everyone does that and actually as uh as ed has been 
learning it, and you all have been picking it up through the translation and uh, abilities of the data ports that you have. Um, you're able to communicate with a lot greater facility at this point. Um, uh, one of the things that Ed noticed is that Newcommon integrates uh, a lot of words from other language bases. Like there's some Aquan in some phrases. Uh, so it is essentially a sort of polylingual shmash language. Um, one other thing that I realize I don't think I uh, called out specifically, uh, Wiseman uh, spoke in common, common to you all. Um, uh, she clearly had to think about what she was saying at times, and that might have just been because she's careful with how she speaks. It also, as you sort of think back on it, might have been because she was trying to have to think about what she was saying. Um, and she has, of course, uh, worked with Asana for several years at this point. Um, so then the the last thing, uh, and this actually deals with Ketch slash Eliza, um, I was wondering, you know, even in this sort of state, while uh, it looks like Eliza's mostly offline, uh, is Ed at all able to interface with Eliza? And if so, can he kind of figure out what it is that uh, she needs to kind of come back online kind of deal? Um, and obviously, I think Dent has, you know, the whole mother load of questions, as, you know, Ketch does. Dent has a lot of questions, too. Um, but, yeah. Ed will sort of come back like... Uh... Sorry, buddy, my systems don't seem to be compatible. Whatever whatever interfaces she has aren't the same as yours, and I was designed to work with you. Also, I'm hmm. pretty sure she's asleep. I hear a vague buzzing noise, and I, I just kind of assume that's her. Either that or your meat buddy just is constantly buzzing in his head. I mean, he, he occasionally does purr, but I don't quite think that's what you're talking about. I don't know. Meat noises. Very similar. Mm. Okay. <laughs> Meat noises. Meat <laughs> noises. All I can think of is, like, bacon sizzling. That's a meat <laughs> noise to me. Oh, I just thought of, like, wet lunch meat. That's uh, what I was thinking of. Steaks. I'm sorry! Blurp. I have a horrible brain. How's uh how's Nero doing? Well, so what is it? I was gonna. I was just waiting. Uh, so Nero over these couple of days is basically going to be like a twelve-year-old discovering philosophy and ethics for the first time on the internet. Suddenly quoting a lot of Nietzsche. Yeah. <laughs> So, j exactly. Uh, just going to be doing a lot of internet searches. I was going to say Google, but I doubt it's Google and tear. Uh, uh, he... <laughs> hey, the corpse run the world, but there were some limits. Jesus. <laughs> Give the union of government some credit. They're like, no, we don't allow Google. Um, they, uh, he is going to basically just be typing in such things and just, like... 
because he doesn't know better, he's going to go probably 10 pages deep on each search result. So he's going to like type in like how to know if somebody is good and just read every single search result for like one page and then go to the next to like 10 pages in where it's like some rando schmoes blog that has, you know, whatever thing. And you do end up over the course of this as you're sort of, uh, distilling out uh, the, you know, philosophical traditions, uh, philosophical ethical traditions of Moon Tree City. A um, lot of utilitarianism, unsurprisingly. A lot of contractarianism, unsurprisingly. Uh, you also end up uh, kind of consuming a, a lot of dating sites uh, and trying to, like, give you advice on how to find a good match. Um <laughs> Nero accidentally signs up for like Tierender or something, and then mm. <laughs> fair. Yeah. I hate myself for that, and I'm sorry. Mm. Oh no, but you named it. <laughs> that <now>. was good. <laughs> Damn it! Oh, um, Sam's disappointed in me. I don't know if disappointment's the right word. <laughs> fair. fair. Uh, you uh and you you do eventually start to sort out that like it feels like there's kind of like two high level camps of sort of advice and results that you're getting one of which you maybe slowly come to realize are dating sites and the other of which are like philosophy blogs um and things like this and then within the that camp there's lots of other sort of little schools of philosophy and approaches to things um you do eventually also run across a philosophy blog uh, run by Zigzag uh, on the philosophy of cryptids. You're a little confused by that one. Um, mm-hmm. But, uh, you know. Is, I, type, I type in, the next thing I type in is, is Bigfoot evil? <laughs> and then uh, I read pages of that. You, you have way fewer pages. For it will that be one. several entries from Zigzag. They're all from Zigzag. <laughs> I was going to say, all of the ones that fall in the philosophical camp are from Zigzag, there are still dating site results. I also okay. like to imagine that there's like a Bohemian Rhapsody that Nero finds with like, Mama just killed a man. Like, you're just like reading it like, <laughs> wow. you know. Yeah. Wow. Uh, yeah. This is, uh, this is how Nero spends his time, is just trying to, and then of course, like, in turn, as he learns things and reads them, he's going to walk up to everybody individually and just try and discuss these things with them. So oh, God, he's just going to be like, I read on my data port today that goodness is defined by <laughs> just try to have a conversation. But yeah, as incidentally, uh, catch Nero comes up to you to have this conversation around is uh this cryptid evil, uh, you will get a very excited DM uh, from Zigzag uh, reporting that uh, he has another site that has gotten a sharp increase in traffic um, and asking if you would be interested in contributing to uh, cryptid ethics uh, pages um, because apparently that's where the market is hot right now. Interesting. Um, I would reply um Give me a moment or two to think about that, but I do have another question for you about something, and I'll send that over in a bit. Can I also, like, 
ask Asana about like parental oversight and then start like checking Nero's search history. And <laughs> because now that Nero's like asked all these questions and is like saying all these things, Minnow's very suspicious about what's going on. To be um, like, does evil really exist? And yeah, and just like start just, <laughs> just like start kind of like reading some of the same things Nero is reading, but in like more of a I'm concerned for my friend might accidentally sign up for a cult way. My brain almost thought you were gonna say it more of an I'm concerned for my son. <laughs> Just... <laughs> I'm concerned for my moth my son, giant true son. Trim. <laughs> <laughs> now, has Nero searched for can evil be cleansed with fire? <laughs> that is an important question. Yes, uh -huh. but it's going to be dear internet. Can <laughs> evil be cleansed with fire, comma, and if so, do they become good and still live on, or do they die forever? Thank you very Can much. Someone please Love actually Nero. that whole letter and see what comes <laughs> up. <laughs> Except then, you know, the FBI will come for you, so don't. <laughs> I'm willing no. to. Do this. Like whatever. I, I don't think that's going to be an investigation see my search that, history. that might be a recruiting letter that you're going to get at that point. Um. <laughs> <laughs> Also, in this time, Nero, if it seems like we're just going to be, you know, chilling out, maxing, relaxing, all cool, uh, Nero is going to, um, like, towards the end of the day, like, when we're going to be going to sleep, if it seems like, um, uh, you know, I haven't had to use this power for important means, uh, when I go to bed, I will cast Speak with Plants, and I will check in on my nameless tree trim friend and see if, if they've come up with a name yet and and to just have a nice discussion with them about how they're enjoying their time with Jebediah. Uh, are they enjoying seeing the world some? Is there anything else they're interested in? Do they want me to call them something yet? What? what, what let's see. Tree trim. What was Trer? Voice. Know, right? What voice I did I, I do for there, trim? I like, well, I, I, I'm like, I don't, I don't even recall. Oh God, it was like the falsetto. Oh, because they were at the end of the line because you picked the, the smallest. <laughs> You're welcome, Galway. <laughs> Damn you. Uh, so, it's your fault. You so, enabled this. So you, so you cast the spell and you sort of, you like, set the... the Every night. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah, thank God there's only two. <laughs> um, so you set uh, Trim on the uh, sort of bedside table. Um and you cast the spell and you sort of see the Oh, I'm 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 back. I'm I'm back. I'm back. I'm back. I'm back. Hi. Hi. How have you been enjoying your time in my pocket? The the Jebediah gets everywhere. Just just all over the place. That's nature. It's good for you. <laughs> I, I'm a, I, yep. Yeah, um, okay, okay. I, I'll, I'll process that being good for me. I can talk with Jebediah about trying to be cleaner. Would Would you like that? It's not really clean. It's just climbing up and down me just sort of licking the I his think it's the eyeball part, yeah 
that, that, yeah, that. So I can talk to Jebediah. Maybe we need to have, do I need to draw a line and chalk down my pocket for you? And then you each stay on your own side. Uh, question for you. Uh, I, uh, I, I think you said your name was Nero? Yeah. Great job. How What's big yours? do you think the inside of your pocket is? Oh, would you like a, a different pocket? I just thought you might want company, but if it's too much, I don't no, want I'm you just, to be I'm just wondering how you think the chalk line is going to work. I mean, I could... I could do it, and even if it's a small space, I could ask Jebediah to respect your wishes. It, 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 it's okay. It's an adjustment period. It's a little bit different than when I used to, you know, sit motionless in front of a hotel. I can take you back there. You said you no wanted God! to go. <laughs> Not the trimming! Not okay. the trimming! Good. So we're we're making progress. Um, how about tomorrow I spend my day shirtless making a larger pocket? Would that be helpful? Nero needs the internet to tell him whether or not he's a good person. (laughs) (laughs) You're muted, Sam. Should make like a little backpack for him. You know, <laughs> like one of those cat backpacks. Yeah, with yeah. mesh windows, and that won't stand out at all that way for sure. No. Um, not at all. Have you come up with a name yet? Uh, not, not really. You want me to give you some name suggestions, and you can tell me what you like. Sure. Why not? Hey. Susan, Bartholomew, um, Matilda, Bartholomew, Fido, um, Leaf Erickson, Leaf Erickson, <laughs> um, Jim, Jam, Janine, Dom. Dom. Whoa, Jangles. Um, <laughs> the unnamed, uh, the unnamed tree Nick. whose pronouns are tree trim learns about phonemes today on Moon Tree Isle. <laughs> what about root of the earth or something? So far? Does one sound interesting, and we could maybe workshop that? You have Steve. From the chat. <laughs> yeah. Hey. Steve ac- was actually the first name that came to mind, and I purposely <laughs> didn't fucking say it, so. This is always Steve. Hello, Nut. Nut. Please, please suggest Rachel and Golly, please have Tree accept it. For what? Steve? Yeah, the, the cat, the, the tree's name. Rachel. Oh, Oh, brain working. Would you like to be named Rachel? 
Sam's face was pure horror. Like, just... <laughs> I mean, sure, we can go with that for now. I'll keep thinking about it. Oh my god, I'm so happy. Rachel. <laughs> this is hard at all. I am I a mean, DM of the people. It's a very bland name, but if you like it, Unfortunately, my people are all chaos goblins, so... <laughs> So now oh, we've got me, Rachel, Plant Rachel, and Cat Rachel. So, good times. Fine. Yeah, she, she's fine. down trying to bite my feet. Nice. I mean, same. So. Uh, <laughs> That's the all power, right, Rachel, power so bottom. Tomorrow, I'm going to make a bigger pocket for you and Jebediah to live together. I'll have a talk with Jebediah about being a good roommate. Are you getting enough sunshine and water? What is sunshine? It's what you eat. Soil? Well, it's part of what you eat. Some of the nutrients you get come from your roots in the soil, and the other parts come from the sky as they hit your leaves. I've been in your pocket. I open it and make space. Just open, I give you a little spritzing. Jebediah is just straight over there as soon as you do. Okay, I'll I'll talk. So then I'll just look. As soon as Talk with Plants ends, I'm going to just speak. Not You know, I won't be able to hear him back, but I'm going to just talk to Jebediah and just say, Jebediah, your new roommate right now, her name is Rachel. And you need to be nice to Trim. Trey, say you climb Tree all say. over Trim. Tree. No, because I'm saying they. Oh, but the, the tree says yeah. fine. Tree says fine. My brain is processing a lot. It is a lot. <laughs> um. So can you just be a bit more cognizant? I'll make a bigger pocket, but can you be a bit more cognizant and caring and make sure that they can get sun? Please. Thank you, Jebediah. <laughs> and I'll put a, I'll catch a, a bug out of the air, like cool monk that I am. Just hold it out for Jebediah to. <laughs> You'll see Jebediah sort of pause. <laughs> hold it out towards uh, the, the tree. Oh, beautiful, beautiful! Everybody's growing. Uh, yeah, so then I'll spend day two um, ripping up my pocket and uh, making a bigger patchwork pocket. You now have a bigger patchwork. Pocket. Attention, Monty. I was going to say, should we tell that to Monty before they do the, <laughs> the, the artwork? Patchwork. Pocket. I'm sorry, that was Just... literally 15 minutes of me searching the internet about good and talking to a fucking plant about their name. But, you know, it's fine. I really move the story along. <laughs> so. I, you know, I encourage it and it's uh, fine. Uh, we, we will also... Oh, hearing him. Tree is doing. 
Uh, <laughs> Rachel, Rachel will report that uh, the, the, the larger pocket at the end of the second day seems to have enough room. And uh, Jebediah seems to be doing My better. God, my brain was like, what'll I do? <laughs> I'm so happy. I hate you, Elise. And I hate that I went along with it. It's been a, it's been like a hot minute, but are we like nearish the lake? Um, like, w- w- would it, would it be like too risky for him to like, you actually try to go fishing because you actually it's been... are. You are on the sort of southwestern edge of uh, Moon Tree Isle. Um, let me put you over to the city map for a second. And uh, okay. nope, can't do it over there because that's the player view. Yeah. Like, why don't I have my page toolbar? Everything is awful. Thanks. Mm-hmm. Um, so another question I have, and you can answer this later but is if we would have access to wise men at all during the course of this two days not really over the course of this two days um on the second day so after you'd okay let me clarify what has just happened in the various timelines the conversation that rachel just had with rachel um was on that first night so after eliza got onboarded you just got to this new safe house because or had you already used you'd used detect magic that night, so you couldn't have done that. No, you hadn't spoken with plants though. Separate ability. I gave you so many ways to talk to things. Um, so that would have been that first uh-huh. night. The first sort of down rest day had most of the rest of the things that you all had talked about, and Nero just walking around shirtless uh, most of the day um, because because he said so. Um, uh, well, I've and had to the, fix the pocket, the, and then the summative conversation. Mean, like, we get. I was just gonna ask: Does that mean we got to see like the full extent of your scars, or are they just like just on your face? Nope, they're down my whole uh, left side. Yeah, medium rare cow man. You got to see <laughs> all my burns. Mmm. <laughs> Yay. Um. So. Uh, that was kind of then that the full rest day, and that's where we'd be going out. Um, you could, let me just make it so people can see this. Nope. Good job, roll twenty. Your your good job, uh, stream. You're making very the wrong thing. Keep it up. Never mind. Not going to try to. It pulled the wrong roll 20 to window share. It pulled oh. my DMs one. And getting it to switch over is uh, a lot of fun. Yeah. Um. But yeah, you are down in the sort of the southwest uh, peninsula of uh, Tyr. Uh, so you're actually very close to one of these massive bridges that spans the thing that you took a boat to get to. Yeah, I mean, I think then if if Dent's able to have, like, a few hours to go fishing, I think that's probably what he's going to be doing, uh, kind of using that to both clear his mind and also, you know, think on, you know, the things that the mech said to him and of the vision that he 
recently had with Ed, and you just kind of try to think things over, but not to get too much into it. Certainly. Uh, give me a d20 roll. Do I have proficiency in fishing? Uh, this is just a luck roll. <laughs> uh, with a nine on a luck roll, you catch... Catch? Something. You're not sure if it's a fish. You begin to process the fact that uh, the water here is not a very healthy color. Um, whatever you fished up has a lot of eyes. Just a lot of eyes. The tastiest part of the fish. That's fine. Uh, how big how big is it? Uh, about the size of like a adult human fist. Um, the way that you said that really hurt my brain. Like I was just as you were saying, like how big is the fish? You said adult, and I was like, okay, picturing an adult animal, human. Oh, an adult human fist. Oh, that okay. It was just like, huh, huh, huh. So is I'm it fine. at least like a cool bioluminescent fish, or is it just like maybe a fish with a lot of eyes? It, it, so what I need you to do is picture a, like a, a sea urchin, but the spines have been replaced by eyes. No. <laughs> That's Rachel, really cool. <laughs> uh, adult human fist size, the urchin covered in eyes. Uh, like roe is roe fish eggs, not fish eyes. Right? I like I like yeah, I like Matt's suggestion name, Blinky. It's the, it's <laughs> the fish from The Simpsons. Oh, okay. Three-eyed fish. I'm, I'm hoping oh, well. you would, like, search the internet for what this type of fish is. Yeah, okay. Well, uh, I think Dent's going to do a good old catch and release on this because he doesn't know what to do with it. Um, but, uh, yeah, okay. He at least fished up something, and that was his goal. <laughs> As you walk back towards the, the sort of safe house, taking sort of back streets, uh, when you're almost there, and it's probably like a five-minute walk, no more than that, you, like, are opening the door into the sort of the warehouse area where you suddenly go, wait, how did it take the bait? Oh, no. Where did you remove the hook from? <laughs> yeah, I was going to say, like, I would have had to have taken the hook out. I thought it had... Did it not have a mouth? Just sort of... The, you sort of got it up and then we're just sitting there. It was in your hand. hook wasn't really in it anymore. You're not really sure what happened. Dent just unleashed, like, an eldritch horror on us. <laughs> Can it live in my pocket? I already catch caught and released oh my god the conversation with rachel if that was the case <laughs> are you gonna like, i'm sorry i'm just curious what was that are you going to tell the group about catching this thing you know i think like if anyone Things to like, I he would mention I'm going out fishing, so like someone's probably gonna like ask, Oh, well, did you catch anything when I walk back with nothing? Yeah. 
Especially because, um, like, like we've done fishing for food before. So, like, oh, we can make fresh fish for dinner kind of thing. Yeah, yeah. So, like, you know, if, if anyone does ask, I feel like Dead's just going to be like, you know, I've... Back, back on Moon Tree Isle and, like, you know, Tormenral and stuff, I got a lot of stares, but they were all from different people. This was a lot of stares, but it was from one thing that was, like, this big, and it had, like, a billion eyes, and it didn't, like, attack me, but... I felt like I, I didn't want to risk trying to make anything out of it, so I just put it back in the water. Yeah, Minnow will get Finch and just be like to the bird, please, can I make you a fish? <laughs> just one more time, please. And then she will wait for Finch to respond. This large sort of hawk-sized bird will just immediately poop on you. <laughs> what if? I love it. Okay. Like, fake creature, <clears throat> what do you even eat? <laughs> yeah. I get that. I get that. It's a fake um, creature. I, it makes it for this purpose. <laughs> I'm going to get out the map of the smuggling tunnels. And I'm going to show it to Asana. And if anyone uh, wants to join you'd be most welcome and just be like this was these smuggling tunnels um existed in our time do we think this could in some way like if we knew if some of these existed still or anything like that would this help us would this give us an I, edge I, I... a path to sneak in somewhere I don't mean to be the bearer of weird and strange, possibly bad news, but the last time that we went underground, there were tunnels that existed that shouldn't have existed, and and things that should have existed weren't how they were supposed to be. So I, I don't know if there's going to be... I mean, maybe, but I'm also... A little worried about what else might be down there, being that the last time we went, look what happened to us. As Dent says that, Minnow, you recall fleeing down the caves, uh, trying to get away from the echoing cries of having just watched uh, a, a much uh, more naive Nero, having just punched the hell out of an Eldritch Abomination um, <laughs> like a billion times in four seconds. And you suddenly remember that some of the tunnels were wrong and and you a little bit, a little bit in the back of your mind, you realize that some of the tunnels and some of the walls of stone um, seemed... sort of overly smooth or like you had seen them and they seemed a little odd. Um, and now as you think about it, you realize, uh, 
they look very similar to this concrete that the buildings here are made of. But just in patches of it. Yeah. <clears throat> Dent, when you point out that some of the tunnels were wrong or like not on the map, some of the tunnels were maybe... You know how time is is just all fucked up around what we've been dealing with? <sighs> so... <laughs> I'm sorry. <laughs> just like fuck theory? Fuck yeah. theory. <laughs> I know. I'm reading that too. It made me laugh. Okay. <clears throat> then these the material and I'm like, you know, assuming there's concrete somewhere that I can point to through a window or whatever. You're in a warehouse district, it, there's plenty. Yeah, plenty of concrete. It's this stuff. Right? In those places where tunnels existed where they shouldn't have. I think the tunnel systems were messed up because of all of the time things. So either... There's the dog. Oh, what a love. Um, maybe, maybe those tunnels would still exist? There's probably someone walking a dog outside. How dare they? How dare they? Um, yeah. <clears throat> so, do you think? Do you think those like? Oh my God, I can hear her getting so upset, and it's like it's just someone walking a dog. <laughs> okay. <clears throat> do we think that those tunnels would still exist? Do we think that it's like only when time is being like? actively fucked with that the tunnels exist or was the, the tunnel weirdness like always there could we find the same tunnels i don't know any thoughts i, I mean probably can't just find the same tunnels they, they can't always exist right this is i did not personally see this when i was there but uh some of the reports that we have seen i mentioned when it stops raining, things that should not be there sometimes appear. Uh, I have heard rumors that uh, sometimes underground has these effects as well. Uh, that that uh, rock appears in the sewers, or there's a wall where there shouldn't be. Uh, it, it So far, none of them have remained after the distortions uh and you could speak more about it with wise men but according to and you're gonna see asana like stop and like according to her not used to doing that with uh they the point at which the changes become more permanent will probably be very bad. That that probably suggests a level of reality breaking that will be hard to come back from. Do we think okay, reality breaking, we got we know that it makes these crackle noises, this like lightning y static noise. <clears throat> 
But what's going on when in our time we had the rain, the noises of the cars, we could hear that. That, But we didn't hear static or thunder or lightning noises, right? Alongside that, we heard rainfall. We heard the whooshing. Now that we know it's whooshing of cars essentially overhead. Cat cam. Cat cam. (laughs) (laughs) It's not necessarily like a one-to-one, right? Like we break reality in Moon Tree City time and Moon Tree Isle time gets cars whizzing. It's not that necessarily, right? So then what is causing those periods of time to happen in Moon Tree Isle? And are they happening here and we just don't know what stimuli to look for because it would be like i heard the swishing of a tree because there's not cars flying overhead and there's not rain from our era right like this era has rain and cars our era has carts and horses like how would we even know that it was happening but every time that i know of here and perhaps this is not all of them but it has stopped raining in the area and that has been one of the main signs. It never stops raining, except for when those occur. Uh, wise men will also be better at explaining this than I am, but she... There, there are two things happening. The, the, the cracking noise is... The cracking noise is when two when entities overlap in a way that they shouldn't be able to if time had remained normal. The the displacement of things, that seems to be something else and I think that is what Wise Man is most worried about because uh, she mentioned to you they were they were able to produce the whole things cracking and breaking with their experiments that her group could but they never made a forest appear instantaneously temporarily not being actually physically there just sort of looking like it was or disappearing immediately afterwards something else is happening something else is causing that and it's not good it does kind of feel like a very similar thing, right? Like, and now I'm just kind of like chasing this, both Elise and Minnow, so you, we can move on because God knows my brain will never let these kinds of things go. But <clears throat> like, it's kind of the same thing, right? Like the crackling of, of two time periods existing in the same moment when they can't exist in the same moment shatters reality, breaks reality. And what we experienced on Moon Tree Isle and what's happening here when it's not raining is two time periods swapping or coexisting or mingling in a way where they shouldn't, where there, where there were tunnels that we walked through where half the tunnel was this concrete stuff and half of it was natural cave or whatever from our time. And it's just, it's, it seems like the same or very similar related phenomenon. I, I agree. It could be worth speaking to wise men about. It is just not, it is not my specialty. Yeah. Mine either. Let's shoot more guns. (laughs) 
Okay. <laughs> and the song will go. go and begin oh, God. continue to continue to uh, teach you how to. Also, this thumb baton. I'm gonna just pull it out. Wait, I wait. heard gun baton, and I was like, "Did you create a new weapon?" Final yeah, Fantasy Eight, oh, motherfuckers. Yeah. <laughs> like duct tape a gun to the top of the stun baton, and be like, "It's a gun baton." I like that you. I like that you duct tape the gun to the baton, thus <laughs> Not the fully baton. matching the ludicrousness that is a gun blade. It's, it's, I'll, you know how. Um, like those those grippy claws for people so they can yep. reach things up high uh, or whatever, like, to, you know, like reach things without re having to like reach. This is a grippy baton like so you that. can shoot the baton. far away. Yeah, with the gun. <laughs> <laughs> like a, like a oh, stocking stick. I can't this get that can of very, very this not can Blam. Uh, speaking of duct taping <laughs> batons to guns or guns to batons, uh, I, I think that um, <laughs> that uh, Ressa was going to repair a dense uh, greatsword. Yep, I was. I will take um, some time on it, and I want to make it really nice. You know, not not just the plain sword, but you know, maybe put some pattern work into it that I think that. Would yeah, and so uh essentially using your uh let's call of the forge, whichever it is, your ability, yeah, you're able to craft an item as long as you have the value of that item in metal. It's a non-magical greatsword and you have all of it. You can, you know, toss an extra coin or two onto it to uh mm -hmm. sort of supplement that if you need to. Um but yeah, essentially you're able to take the sword, leave it in same balance, you know, same feel and everything. Um, but the the blade is now the sort of damascened pattern of steel uh, that Dent has. Um, and then the cross guard is sort of a deep uh, black with um, gold patterns running through it. Um nice inset into which is a sort of small golden orb that looks rather like Ed, um, etc. And so, yeah, uh, you'll give him that back. As you're... Uh... <laughs> Sorry, I'm just seeing Lisa's comment. Um, I, I, forever I, DM rude. <laughs> uh, yeah, yeah, I was like, I, 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 I knew what I was going to get. This, it's beautiful. <laughs> I wouldn't... I also legitimately had somewhere in my notes, I'm like, I really need to let Rachel talk to the tree. Not the big tree. That one didn't go as well. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. Rachel needs to check in with her little tree friend. Uh, but uh, Rachel. kind of as you were doing this, you laid out uh, like a lot of your weapons and a lot of just sort of arms and armaments. Generally, you were looking at things and checking them over. Um, uh, you're kind of uh, comparing uh, the the rocket sledge uh, that you had uh, versus uh, the one that Dent had grabbed. Um, and they, they function the same, but you do notice that there's there's some minor differences in your uh, sledge. Um, and go ahead and give me a Tinker Tool or Tinker's Tools roll uh, on Wisdom. Okay. Um, so I click wisdom rather than tinker's tools. 
I think Tinker's Tool is probably mm -hmm. set to query which attribute you want to use. So then just uh, click oh, Tinker's it. Tools and it. then it'll ask you and then tie it to uh, to wisdom. Okay. So I thought I just clicked Tinker's Tools. And nothing seems to be happening. Sounds it, right. It's not coming up with anything even to query. Good job, roll 20. Yeah, it's not doing anything. The roll 20. Do you have Tinker's Tools set to your the um, a skill? Uh, it's um, set it's to query, query. So, so that then she can pick which one it is. Oh, uh, uh, yeah. I can see it, so I'm going to submit it and see if I can get it to okay. go through. Yeah. Oh, there it goes. Okay. 25. Yeah. Nice. There. So, oh, you know what? Never mind. I'll, I'd like to keep that roll if I can. Absolutely. I was rolling. <laughs> I was clicking on my sheet, but it was coming up with that the query on the up. other window that mm. my sheet was covering up. Right. Mm -hmm. good. good job. Good job. Roll twenty. Um, Twenty-five uh, to Tinker's tools. You are able to pretty quickly figure out uh, that. Uh, these these things which you would kind of heard a son refer to as rocket sledges uh could be that um like they are capable of especially your one is capable of sort of taking uh on additional systems uh that would power it but seeing it also gives you an idea uh, of a thing that you could sort of very fairly easily fabricate. And incidentally, Elise, uh, I started uh, laughing my ass off when you uh, made your joke because uh, you're fairly sure that if you took uh, a couple of the stun batons, um, you could uh, add essentially their shock effect to the sledge. I would love to do that. I will do. Yeah. Oh, I was like, I get to do that? Cool. No, no, no. It just made me laugh when you were like, yeah, tape, tape a gun to this. I'm like, well, one, that's like the best, you know, Moon Tree City gun blade that you could have. But also <laughs> a thing that I was doing. Um, yeah. Uh, and so with the Tinker's Tools roll, uh, you need to use another uh, sort of calling of the forge uh, or whatever. It, it <laughs> Blessing is. of the forge. Blessing of the forge uh, to manufacture essentially the, the pieces that you would need for that. But mm -hmm. with that role, you can see very clearly what they would need to be. You can have disassembled the two batons to do this. Um, and yeah, we have a stash of batons, I think. Oh, we yes. Took a bunch yes. Of you them. have been very carefully <laughs> either catch or minnow has very carefully been going around like to every dead body being like, and this is mine. And this is mine. <laughs> Yep. Thank you. Thank you. And ever since the the nano drider probably following it up with and please stay dead. Um, <laughs> yeah. Uh, so I will drop. Where did you? Where did you come from? Mm -hmm. Uh, so there's now a shock sledge uh, in your uh, nice. inventory, Ressa. Uh, essentially, uh, when you hit a creature uh, with a weapon, 
with a weapon attack with that weapon. Uh, you can expend a charge of it to force the creature to make a con saving throw on a failed save. They take 2d4 lightning damage and can't take reactions until the end of your next turn. You have one charge per long rest, but you can also repower it using spell slots. Okay. Um, so you have that as a fun weapon. Uh, so yeah, with this, um, and with me having yada yada the conversation with Rachel, not Rachel the player, though also the player, Rachel the player, but the tree Rachel, uh, we come to the next day. Um, uh, and, uh, essentially in the mid morning, uh, wise man, uh, will come in, um, through what you have all been damn sure was a wall uh like this entire time uh will slide back uh and reveal a small passage and before we kick that off let's go ahead and take our break a little bit early just so we don't drop into then another uh conversation uh we will be back in i don't know 10 15 minutes is our usual um uh, with uh more conversations as we've managed to skip uh approximately i think like 25 percent of the entire campaign duration in game so far by going over two days we've been talking about food a lot because i'm eating some of my birthday cake my red velvet birthday cake uh that lena made me and elise has cherries and we were talking about how much we love red velvet cake Ooh. i'm eating mac and cheese i'm eating waffles nice oh, i ate a falafel like wrap with pickles Yes, they're very good. Thank you for thank you for sending those along. Sorry, I forgot to message you about this. You're welcome. <laughs> Wait, so now Rachel answers to Sam, but carries Rachel in her pocket as Nero <laughs> and speaks for the penguin. And Rachel and Sam are fused. Mm-hmm. There's a lot of layers. Like an onion. Yes. Or a cake. Or an onion. Like a parfait? Everybody <laughs> loves parfaits. <laughs> uh, so before the break, back to tear. <laughs> welcome back to tear, the cooking hour. Uh, we uh, Before the break, uh, we had me as the DM be like, yeah, we're going to skip ahead a couple days. <laughs> I mean, to be fair, on yeah. average, two days takes us like three sessions. So mm-hmm. half a session, very good, well within band. I had two game plans for this. One was that uh, the two-day skip was going to take about half the session. The other was it would go very quickly. I honestly lean towards the one we went with. Um, in that time, in no particular order, we discovered that Eliza, uh, the nanodrider, currently living in uh, Ketch's arm-slash-body, uh, is still asleep. Um, Dent, uh, fished up a question mark, uh, possibly to be hmm. dealt with by, uh, the amazing wonder duo of Ketch and Zigzag. Um, Nero has done a lot of internet searches on morality, uh, some portion of which are now sort of appearing in Minnow's HUD. Uh, principally the ones that involve the words uh, burning uh, or purifying. Um, uh, so he's ca- getting a lot of ads for ointments and creams. 
it is also occasionally uh, distracting because Minnow will be having a conversation and then something like, you know, how much burning helps purify an evildoer? Just sort of in the HUD. And Minnow's like, hmm, maybe I should have a conversation with Nero. Nero also walked around shirtless for most of the day because he was adding on a stretch pocket uh, to allow uh, Jebediah and Rachel, uh, Rachel the tree, uh, to more efficiently uh, cohabit in his pocket. Uh, Minnow was learning how to shoot a gun, uh, being generally suspicious, and wondering why Nero kept uh, making these searches as he wandered around to build an expando pocket for the tree and the lizard, questioning Nero if he was good. Like, come and ask all of us individually different things over the course of the couple days. Uh, just for the record, we don't necessarily have to do anything with this. Minnow would earnestly and honestly try to engage with Nero and like talk through some of those, like, you know, I don't, I, I have no idea like where it would go, what would happen, probably a whole lot of spinning wheels and talking in circles, but Minnow would try her very best to like, just help Nero talk things out a little. Thank you. I'd like to say, sort of by DM Fiat, uh, uh, you have you have like one pass of the one of those conversations, and like you're you're trying to be really supportive, you're trying to work through. It does, you know, involve some loops of the same sort of, you know, logic path, and then Nero leaves, and you immediately start getting lots of pings in your heads up display of Nero's search history of like, so if my friend says I'm a good person. But I. But how much fire purification can I do while still falling within the bounds of that? Um, is, is this killing make you evil no matter what? Do I need to rethink all of these things? Can I purify myself with fire more? And then I delete that because I'm too scared. <laughs> all of these start with dear internet. And all of them start with dear internet. And, and with love, Nero. <laughs> <laughs> and all are marked as from uh Moss Giant 69. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. Um Minnow also had some suppositions around uh with the tunnels that you knew of underneath Moontree Isle be useful in Moontree City. Um Asana seemed to suggest that uh they wouldn't be as useful necessarily because there are like sewage systems underneath the ground at this point. Um, however, there was also a bit of a conversation around uh, some of the things that you had seen both on Montreal and here of displaced objects in time, why those aren't producing the sort of crackling noises that you're hearing. Um, could this be happening more and you don't realize it here because back on Moontree Isle, there was sudden torrential downpour, cars, towers, you know, how would you notice that here? Um, and Asana did point out the fact that it makes the rain stop here is kind of the biggest sign. Um, but it would be possible if theoretically it was raining on Moon Tree Isle when this happened. Um, and Ressa uh, had a very good question for Eliza, who unfortunately is still asleep somewhere in catch. Um, and uh, also repaired and upgraded, at least aesthetically, uh, Dense Greatsword. 
and also uh, has put a significant upgrade to uh, what is now the Shock Sledge, uh, which is capable of uh, stunning people that it hits. So, with you having actually had sort of your first couple of quiet days, or at least full quiet day and kind of a half day, um, your first... Let me put it this way. It's the first time I think you've gone into a long rest uh, with everyone at full HP, assuming that Ketch cut his finger in an attempt to see if the nanites would heal him the first evening. <laughs> um, the next morning, uh, you've sort of eaten. Um, Minnow is continuing to practice uh, gunplay uh, with Asana, who is much more focused on things like aim at that and shoot that and minnow is occasionally like well but how can i pull it out from under my cloak really really quickly and shoot them before anybody sees me and so i was like that's a good way to get shot like you shoot yourself don't let's just maybe focus on the bullet going where we want it to um nero is trying out the uh new sort of duplex pocket um mm -hmm. making sure how that's working uh Everyone else is kind of around. Um, and uh, Wise... Uh, Asana essentially is going to let you know that uh, Wise Man uh, is on the way. Um, but I believe that Ketch, uh, there had been something you'd wanted to do uh, because Dent had told you about the thing you fished up. Mm -hmm. uh, and you uh, uh, shot mm -hmm. a message over to Zigzag. Um purveyor of all things cryptid and cryptid ethics related um uh, and he's gonna message back uh, again very quickly <laughs> um you're pretty sure that like his heads up display would uh, 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 consist of the equivalent of like his dm's channel and like the moon tree city equivalent of google analytics for his pages <laughs> that, that's it figures um it's like, oh, uh, yeah, that, uh, it's zigzag, by the way. No, you, you just messaged no. me uh, with a really interesting sort of content opportunity. And no. yeah, the 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 thing uh, that you saw, it's very exciting, I believe is uh, called a beholder fish. Um, no, <laughs> no. Uh, yeah, they're, they're, they're uh, you know, very fascinating creatures. We've heard rumors about them for a long time. I've only heard of them, though, in very sort of secluded, like, mountain pools. It's really impressive that you were able to get one. Um, did you think that uh, you were going to be maybe contributing in, like, an ethics article around this? Or is this more of, like, a, a sighting and bestiary-type article more? Um... Before I respond, I would have uh, I would ask Dent if he managed to catch a or like grab a photograph of this thing. Like like when he looks at things, does his like does like your visual cortex like snapshots, or would you had to have been like, oh, I should take a photo of this. Like I had to actually be like I had I wanted a photo of that drider. He, he needs to take a photo of it. He, okay, it, it's built in sort of through the data port systems, but he does need to want to do that. And I'm assuming Dent would not have taken a photo of it. Okay, cool, 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 cool. Um, so then uh, I will just respond back to Zigzag that um, 
still working out the details. Um, hadn't heard of this type of creature before. I'm going to do a little more research and then I will get back to you on uh, a, a, uh, a submission. Sure, that that's that sounds great. Uh, just if you maybe have a first draft sort of idea uh, before you go do more research, which I'm assuming is going to involve you maybe being near it, um, you might want to send me the first draft first, just so you know, in case. Um, I don't know what's the word. Uh, disintegration is a factor you know you might just uh are are we emailing or are we like instant messaging each other it's dms but with him it's basically okay. instantaneous like okay so does he he's, send... he's the type of dmer where like he is firing off lots of shorter messages that that's where i was going so when when he would uh be like you know you might want to send off the uh you know like the rough draft just in case i will just be like I am not going to die. No, yet. no, 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 absolutely. I mean, <laughs> we wouldn't want to like, you know, no, 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 no. Uh, looking forward to long-term contributions in the fields of both cryptids and cryptid ethics. But um, just if you're going to do, if when you say research, you mean getting near the thing, it might be good if just, you know, even just the, the, a rough outline. It doesn't have to be a draft, just like a rough outline. Um, Wait, what, what would happen if we got near it? My companion held it. Exactly, is a wimp. What now? My traveling companion held it. He was fishing and caught it. And then when he was unsure what it was, he released it back. You see the like little dot, dot, dot of like typing and then it'll <laughs> stop. Dot, dot, dot of type and then it stops. <laughs> so just a. Sorry, hit 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 enter too quick on that one. So a couple of quick questions uh about your uh com companion. Uh one, uh do they they uh still have the same number of limbs as when they went fishing? Yes. Cool. Uh second, are they actually the same entity as when they went fishing? Like it's not, you know, sort of a replacement situation are they they talking a lot about you know the ultimate demise of you know mortal kind uh, sorry now like that would be the only way i could tell if they were a different entity is that they were rambling on about the demise of well it, everything there's just uh, you know th there's not a lot of reports about beholder fish um Outside of some sort of second-hand accounts, not really of the fish, more of the small piles of ash uh, left sitting places. Um, and then occasionally stories about people behaving very differently, having gone fishing. And then there's just the whole sort of like, you know, death to mortals thing. Uh, 
as as Ketch is reading all of this, she or is she um it's they now um will like glance over at Dent <laughs> and just kind of give a couple of one overs uh, and then you're, I'll re Yeah. You're gonna see Dent just pressed a digitating cleaning himself. <laughs> yeah, and then I'll I'll respond. Yeah, no, he's still the same. It's fine. <laughs> uh well, outstanding then. Um, sure, if you uh, want to get some more research done, that would be wonderful. Maybe some, uh, you know, video, audio documentation. And remember, just uh, not a big thing, but just like even uh, just a couple of quick sort of bullet point notes of what you were thinking for that article real soon here. That'd be great. Uh, so basically, he's afraid that Catch is going to die and wants the article first. Or he is so hard up for somebody else to contribute to his sites that he is just grasping at anything he can get. That's the one I'm going with. <laughs> I, I was like, you, you all assume that it needs to be one or the other. <laughs> As a player, I so want to go looking for beholder fish now. I know. <laughs> um, uh, uh, before I sign off, um, I'll let him know that, yeah, I've got a couple of ideas going. Um, what are your thoughts on nano driders? Uh, gotta head out now. Uh, XOXO Fuzzy Balls 101. And then, and then I'm like, I'll be like a peer offline or whatever. Okay. Uh, very good. Uh, and shortly after you complete this exchange and, uh, watch, uh, Dent continuing to sort of. Uh, very meticulously uh, prestidigitation cleaning uh, both his armor and now moving on to the great sword, uh, which looks very much like uh, the Damascene of his armor, um, the the wall. Uh, uh, that or a thing you could have sworn was just a wall. Will part of it will slide aside, uh, and wise man uh, will sort of uh, walk in uh, and sort of nod at everyone. Um, Hello. Uh, how, how is everyone doing? Rested. I'm ah, feeling much more rested. That that's good. It's been uh, been a lot recently, I imagine. It sure has. Uh, so, uh, I wanted to. I, I had offered before to help you with. Anything I could in terms of planning, any resources that I have access to or Paragon has access to. Um, I, I just, I don't know. Uh, it has been, at our best estimate, I would say we have about, well, not about, we have... 22 days before the opportunity that we have to access the time travel facility will pass us by for a while. Um, if there are things that you wish to accomplish here in that time, I am happy to help you with those, though I ask you to remember that everything we are doing is extremely dangerous and will probably make very powerful people very unhappy. Um, also, if you had other questions, uh, our conversation got a little bit cut short by, and 
she goes to sort of motion at the ceiling and then kind of pauses and like motions at Ketch's arm. Like, oh, how's the hitchhiker <laughs> going, by the way? To you, Ketch. How's that working? How's the. Did. Hitchhiker? I mean, like, um. She's asleep. So. Peaceful, I guess? That's. Good. I haven't grown any additional limbs yet. Was that the hoped for outcome or not? I, I mean, I mean, who couldn't use an extra arm? Am I right? <laughs> Looking like a true power bottom. <laughs> <laughs> I'll take your word for it. Did we already ask her about the Bessie boys? Well, because yeah, Ketch is definitely going to be wanting to go that way, too. Mm -hmm. Be nice moving, to have this spider chick awake. Uh, no, you're not. I would probably then say something like, Ketch, weren't, were you thinking about trying to find Bessie's sons? Yeah, you mean the one minnow shot at listen <laughs> I've Wait, got, do we I've, know that just the stun baton with the gun attached at the top of it. Like, <laughs> so much better than so, so i will say like the last 15 minutes of your practice with asana has been you trying to successfully fire this gun stun baton duct tape hybrid and she's just like eventually she just sort of moved around a corner it was like yeah you're doing you're doing Okay, but Galway, you say that, but what is the game mechanic that's like that I roll an at 20 on that's going to give me that as a proficiency for my... So that you're not proficient with guns or stun batons, only gun batons. Just the unholy hybrid, yes. <laughs> I don't make the rules. Oh god, it's just a, it's just just a stun gun. She just breaks them, yeah. stretches them slightly. But, uh, that. <laughs> yeah, yeah, we need to uh, find them because, I mean, they are here and not supposed to be as well. The who that Minnow shot? Just as a what? Oh, okay, so, so first I shot someone who was actually a bad person. Then I shot Rasa. <laughs> and then I shot. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> It, she's okay. And then I shot someone that we thought, okay. That we, we thought, thought they, they, they were, were chasing us. us because chasing we were them. being chased and we had good reason to be suspicious of everybody. And it was actually, do we know their names? Okay. Yes. There's this lady, Bessie Bye. She has a son and her son has husband. <laughs> Has a husband, and the son and the husband are here. Like Asana and we are here, 
And we promised old lady Bessie by that we would bring her sons back to her. You're going to see wise men just sort of look over to Sada. So you're, you're, you're helping her with the guns, right? So I'm just... Oh, do you want to see? I'm getting way better. And I pulled the stuff. You're going to see, like, wise man flatten and Asana kind of, like, dive over on top of her. We've all got our trauma, but this is... <laughs> I'm sorry. I will just put the stumpaton down and be like, I know. I'm... I really, honest to God, don't want to shoot anybody anymore unless they are actually legitimately someone who needs to be shot. Uh, which... I just, for the record, that's Minnow. Elise hates guns, really sincerely, in all with all of her heart. <laughs> um, but we're now in a fantasy world where Minnow is talking about guns. So, uh, but then, in, like, here's the other problem. Like, we, the thing is, like, when I shot at Bessie Boy's son, Bessie Bob, <laughs> the Bessie Boy, when I shot Bessie, Bessie Boy, we were being chased and they were following us in a car and we didn't know until after. And like, that's another thing that like all the training in the world with these guns isn't going to matter if like, we can't tell who's on our side and who isn't. And like, you know, there's a no, no, that, that, that's, I, I mainly wanted to make sure that I hadn't missed uh, an entire incident of shooting where, where shooting was required. No, that, that, makes sense that you would have shot yes that so from from what asana has told me about that and everything that we've been able to find out because we've been tracking trying to discover who's been following you what's been happening that uh those vehicles that were following you appear to belong uh to the the public guard here they uh they're a largely ornamental organization. Their their loyalty is first and foremost to the city. But that doesn't work very well when the world is run by large private corporations who their loyalty is not to, so they're forbidden from going anywhere that the corps are interested in, which is just about everywhere. Uh... There is, there is one figure within, within the guard that I personally am aware of having been investigating these sort of time anomalies. Um, a, a detective, Egan Samcott. E G A N is the first name, S A N D C O T. He does not seem to have gotten particularly far at any point, but with the with the access that Paragon has to the guard archives and guard files, some of the questions that he asks stand out to me as perhaps being based in knowledge of the time that the time anomalies are coming from a thing that I cannot imagine he could have unless he was either from 
your time or had access to people who were from your time? If there are people from your era who are with the guard, they're almost certainly with him. Contacting him is going to be easy enough. It's not as if the guard is especially secure, easy to find his information, etc. I do not know... I cannot promise much to your point, Minnow, and your wisdom on this. I cannot promise that anything is safe, but I do know that from anything in his records and anything I've been able to find, we Paragon have been able to find, he has no love for the corpse. He wouldn't seem likely to sell you out. He, from everything that we've been able to see, largely resents the power of the corpse in the city. Um, can we get in touch with him? And I kind of waggle my data pad. Is there... Uh, I can I can certainly put together a very discreet back-channel sort of request for a meeting or a contact point. It should be secure. You could decide first through conversations online, though. Uh, those will require sort of regular switching of things so as not to leave too large of a data trail, too large of a footprint. Um, but certainly, uh, I can see to it that the steps are taken to get you ready for that. I think, I mean, and I, I kind of look at the rest of the group and say, like, I think we're pretty invested in Bessie Bai's sons, right? We made a promise to Asana's dad and also to Bessie Bai to bring back who we could. So we should at least try. I mean, to be fair, I'm the only one that made the promise. So, like, if that takes away from getting the group back home, then, I mean, I don't want anyone to feel like they need to sacrifice for that. If you made the promise, then we all made the promise. Mm-hmm. Does yep. that go with everything? Yes. <laughs> so, like, I- if I eat a lot of carbs, you gain all the weight? <laughs> I mean, it's hard for me to gain weight with how much exercising I do, but... I do enjoy carbs, so if you want to share your carb intake with me, I will gladly carb up with you. Nice. Yeah, I think metaphysically, um, more than physically, you're sharing <laughs> right now. <laughs> Metaphysical carbs. Oh. Wise Man and Asana are just kind of like... Delon is have sort you, of over have on. Have you a, met Rachel? <laughs> Delon is sort of <laughs> crashed out on one of the couches, sitting there scratching Mister Jimble's head. Your various collection of NPCs are all just looking at you like, the hell? <laughs> Delon ought to be used to it by now. Uh, yeah, right. Who is Rachel? Oh yes, Delon looks by far the least confused or surprised. Rachel is. The lovely plant that's in my pocket with Jebediah right now. 
Well, while we're on okay. this subject, um, would now be a good time to bring up what I was talking to you guys about last night, yesterday? I think so. Sure. And, uh, yeah, and then Dent would proceed to go into his whole diatribe on what happened before. Uh, so the the request that you had from the bots, the vision that came from that, and then kind of the request of destroying Foro? Yeah, and, like, I mean, Dent obviously knows that, like, it's going to be potentially very helpful to have uh, Eliza online uh, for any sort of, like, information digging for that. But, um, obviously, I think he would want to get Wiseman's input as well. So. And is... and the whole party needs to know. So not just catch a Nero. That is... Hmm. It's all very interesting. Foro is... arguably one of the hardest of the pillars to track down uh, Dracon has a very defined manufacturing, distribution all of this Foro is opaque They their corporate headquarters are in the northeast um, and uh, you'll recall from the map that uh, Asana had shown you the now that you're sort of thinking of Foro, uh, it's located in what would be sort of around Rourke, um, sort of the northeast of the kingdom of Rourke in your version of Tyr. Maybe Yenshin. Um, it's a little bit hard to tell because of the way that geography has changed a bit. Uh, but they have no... They have no obvious manufacturing centers, no distribution processes. It... At least that's true of their highest end work. Day-to-day -day mechs, personal servitors, things like that. Sure, those those are obvious. Those we we have factories, we know what shops sell those. But uh the highest level like the mechs that came through the ceiling at us, like the sort of gestures at catches arm, nano drider. These, these we know very little about how they're made, where they're made, how they're distributed anywhere. And, and this does not limit it to, to Paragon. Anything that I ever saw from corporate espionage in Dracon came up empty of where they were located, how they did these things. If what you're suggesting is they they are basing their designs on on a corruption of you or an entity like you that could make a great deal of sense of why much of what they do seems so different. This is, this is, this is troubling. Uh, 
This is... This is dangerous. Anything with Foro will be dangerous. I am sure Asana has told you, but to, to openly act against any of these corps, any of the pillars, is... essentially the same level of danger as acting openly against one of the nations in your tier. They, they have the resources to crush you if they notice you. Most of them are not going to care most of the time. They're not going to do much about it. The, the crushing will come as collateral damage, but if you dent are something special in their view of the world that ups the danger as well uh, anything you do you will either need to be very stealthy or you will need to disguise your intent in some way make it look like you are going for something else anything also of this level that would really get you any information, those systems will not have external access. They will not be connected to the net. You would need direct physical interface with them. Uh, off the top of my head, and I can do more research on this for you because this will be tricky, but I can think of two main options. The first is there is a data relay used by Foro located within their offices here in the city. It's hard for me to say that there would be anything relevant there. Those types of terminals are often infiltrated by us, by other corps, etc. And it's never turned up anything about the type of operations that, you know, mention copying and corrupting uh, an ancient magitechnical being. Uh, you know, I don't recall ever coming across those files in the past. But you are a ancient magical technical being, so you might have more luck, and one of you does have uh, you know, some of their tech in you. So you might find something. The other the other option is a little bit more indirect. Uh, and they're gonna sort of tap a couple things on a data pad and you're gonna see uh, in all of your sort of heads-up displays, a couple of files appear. Um, the, and it, we analyzed the, the mechs that not so much you destroyed, but that self-destructed, um, and some of the materials from, uh, the, the nano drider, uh, both show some components in them that are from a different manufacturer, a known manufacturing hub in the area, uh, Th that might suggest that the materials were assembled there, and that could explain why we know so little about how Foro moves their goods place to place. Maybe they assemble through contracts. Um, or maybe they bought the parts on a blind contract and assembled themselves somewhere else. It's hard to say. But that would be at least a different approach. You could try breaking into there, maybe disguise it as a robbery... No one catches on to what you were actually looking for. Um, the the company's uh, Moonwatcher Microsystems. They're not on Moontree uh, proper. They're a bit to the west. 
What was the name? Moonwatcher? Microsystems. Have... Has any of a Paragon encountered and been able to apprehend a nanodrider like the one that attacked us? Uh, nanodriders generally are stealth operatives. They, they, the ability to have, you know, a random passerby on the street suddenly become a war machine is their primary benefit. We have never seen one with some of the abilities that it manifested. We have certainly never seen one that was able to regenerate itself apparently multiple times over. We've... So this this is something else. This is something new. And you're saying that the previous you know 4 mechs that you have uh, tried to hack into they didn't have any knowledge of where they were made or anything like that right uh we've never really been able to fully successfully hack anything above anything near the level of what you all fought uh anytime we've encountered one and captured it uh the whole data center's melting happened well it seems like we have an edge now uh that you know you guys did not possess before in that you know we've kind of brought one out of Boro's grasp and it's still like sentient and with us and willing to work with us. So maybe I I understand that this is a huge risk and who knows the amount of time that it would take, but it, you know, maybe it's something to look into once once they're back online. Maybe we'll have more insight then into like the best the best way to handle this because right now as you've said you know the the one route that we have would be this moon watcher microsystems but we don't even know if that's going to necessarily be um you're the most most forthcoming with information uh and certainly if it's not the the hub from where all of this evil corruption is originating then I don't know how... I just don't know how useful it would be to try to take that or you know, try to break in there. I don't know. Dense furiously scratching his metal head. Yeah. Uh, I can... I can set up some... I can set up some research, at least, on the viability of those two leads, and if you all are able to gain any other insights into things, then we can come back to that, certainly. Uh, is, there, is there anything else that I can 
help you with that I can explain? Our conversation got cut somewhat short with the ceiling falling in last time. I think yeah. Den... Uh oh. Oh no, go ahead. Just this will probably be quick. No, I think Den would also want to ask about the nature of the that corrupted particles that uh, were within the nano drider and that attacked Ed. Um, I think Dent is also concerned that maybe that is why uh, Eliza's offline. Uh, Possibly. The description that you have there sounds like a a control circuit rendered down and miniaturized into a nanite form. It would allow for essentially hijacking a system. Uh, if if it was present in the nanodrider but was not all of the nanodrider, that is interesting indeed. The fact that it can interface with you is also concerning. Uh, but we can look more into this. This might be another explanation, as I said, of how Foro is able to do the things that they are. Minnow, did you have a question? I mean, I have a thousand, but I don't have... When we were talking last and we made this plan about going home, about getting us home, can we just sit down and make sure all of us know the plan and how to execute it and how to make it happen. Yes. Because uh, if one of, if you don't make it in the next time that some nanodrider finds our hidey hole, because this is twice now that secure places have not been secure. And like, do you, you see where I'm going with this? Like if one yes. piece of the puzzle is lost, Everybody else still gets home if more than just you know how to get us there. And so essentially, uh, it, Wise Man's going to sort of nod uh, and reach into her uh, sort of voluminous sleeves uh, and pull out uh, a data stick, um, which you recognize as, you know, cyberpunk equivalent of a USB stick, uh, and sort of put it on the table. Uh, I would ask you all to only interface with that the data on that and leave it on there do not copy the files to your data port at least yet it, it is essentially the if not the entirety of a plan the the recipe oh. of a plan exactly what we need from each step exactly what needs to be done at each place and within the bounds of what I can know beforehand without actually arriving at the time machine everything I could think of to operate that it, it has been years since I have had direct access to Dracon technology I am sure they have made changes I am sure things will be somewhat different some of this I would have to figure out as we went but 
that does contain the best guesses that I have, the best knowledge that I have without seeing the situation. Again, I would ask you not to copy it yet. By the time we're all setting out, perhaps. Perhaps we might as well, or perhaps you wait until after at least the three segments of the first part have succeeded. After that, if you're going to be captured, you're at the facility anyway, and honestly, Dracon's going to kill any of us that they find. So, you know, kind of, we're already screwed at that point, so no real harm if they find that particular plan at that juncture. Up until then, there could still be bad things if they find that out prior to, you know, if if one of the subsections succeeded but then was captured, that could doom everyone. But, uh, yes, no, it's a wise precaution. I... Things can happen. I'd really like it if the nanodrider stopped bursting in that one excluded. Though probably not bursting anymore. That sounds painful for you, Ketch. <laughs> I was the only nanodrider that burst in on us, right? Same one every time. Eliza, yeah. Think. <laughs> I mean, yeah, I so. I, identical nanodriders, why not, right? Like, it's hard to know. Yeah. Triplets. Did, did we ever oh. <laughs> learn anything else about that car that was following us? Do we think that the nanodrider was just driving around in that car? I don't well, think the nanodrider was driving around in that car, but I think whoever was controlling the nanodrider was driving the car. Sorry, I'm just picturing the nanodriver. Like a, a full nanodrider. Yeah, basically in the... Uh, like Baby Driver? Yeah, I was gonna say, in the opening scene from Baby Driver. Yep, like eight <laughs> sunglasses, you know, four sunglasses stacked up on the lines. Um, uh, okay, another question. So, um, we were having thoughts about tunnels under... I, I don't know, do we need... I, I, I legitimate question to the group. Do we need to pursue this? Is this, does this matter? Tunnels and fish and what's with the water and why is everything mutated? And that it's very bizarre that you have this tree of life shit going on. And then meanwhile, your water is spawning creatures that are trying to eat people's souls. And also if I have this map of, tunnels and i put the map on the table <laughs> is this helpful at all is this something that are do these tunnels still exist is this something that like people are aware of are there new tunnels under this city is this useful wise man's gonna sort of like reach down like slide her mask up slightly take a sip of like a coffee what about him Okay, there's there's a bit to unpack there. Um, Dracon is a heavy arms manufacturer and have produced a lot of pollution in this area. What was the fish wanting to eat your soul? Catch? Uh, uh, yes. Yeah. So, uh, first off, Dent, you are still you, right? I check on Dent. I, I ask Ed, hey, Ed, can you do a quick, like, Full systems and analysis real quick. Am I me? Sure thing, buddy. You can see a little progress bar up here. You're still my buddy. 
Yeah. What are you inciting? Inciting <laughs> if Dent is Dent. Oh my gosh. Uh, uh, to the best of your knowledge, uh, it seems like Dent is Dent. Fantastic. Okay, so, um, you know, my buddy Zigzag, um, he says that it was a beholder fish. And that apparently nobody's held one and lived to talk about it. That sounds oh. batshit crazy. What? That that just sounds batshit crazy. What? Beholder Wh- fish? Wait, now which NPC is saying this? Because it sounds a lot like Dellen. <laughs> oh no, no no no! That's this this is wise man. Yeah. Del- Dellen yeah. is Dellen is definitely just sort of like scanning the internet, uh, increasingly <laughs> alarmed by what he's finding. You sort of notice that Dellen's net sessions kind of go like, like. oh, hey, okay, interesting, huh, kind of wish I hadn't clicked that link. Oh, God, make it stop. And then he'll just sort of, like, take a walk looking very pensive or sometimes just, like, go and, like, pet Mr. Uh, Jimbles for a while and be like, there's bad things out there. Yeah, so the fish was covered in eyeballs. That's batshit crazy. That's a mutation. They were all staring at me. Well, you had yanked it out of the water, yes? Well, I I reeled it in, but it wasn't like hooked onto the the line. This is probably just Attached mucus, sort of stuck on there. Hmm. You sound way too comfortable with this I thought. Just, yeah, I'm just curious because, you know, we're in our time. There were people who were made into fish, and there were creatures with eyeballs, and like it's just a very coincidental for it to just casually just be like, what did you say? A what? A mutate? 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 So, imagine magic going very wrong and sort of uh, doing bad things generally. That's oh, we don't have to imagine. Good. Then this is much simpler. Dracon is doing that all day, every day, just sort of seeping that out into the land around here. That causes mutations, which make things into different versions of themselves. Possibly spawning a fish that's nothing but eyes. Plus keeping people like your friend Zigzag uh, apparently in business, writing about them and calling them things like beholder fish. I foresee very, very bad things happening to this world. Uh, yes. And this is uh, how the Marauders became eco-terrorists. <laughs> we have to bring Dracon down for the sake of the planet. It seems like there's a lot of laws in place for corporate oversight here. Yeah, don't you have an EPA? I mean, the corps write the laws, so... So no checks and balances is what I'm yeah, hearing. That's a bad system, right? You need We're at least just- a couple different branches. Mm-hmm. The water that we like drink come from, because I don't want to drink that shit. Nestle, weirdly enough, <laughs> <laughs> which is a Coca Cola 
product and they're just draining Mexico dry of any clean and drinkable water. It's fine. Yeah. Well, we just lost a sponsor for Spire. <laughs> As if Coca-Cola was ever going to sponsor Spire. We're sponsored by what little fish things that sit on our fingers. <laughs> Beholder fish <laughs> and, and skittles. Yeah, look, look at that, that face. face. Oh, jinx! <laughs> can't you can't Did she owe you a coke? coke? <laughs> 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 she owes me a coke sponsorship. <sighs> Either that or a coke libel suit. <laughs> oh, Jesus! What I said was not. True. They can't sue me for libel. There will true. be no suing. We have the best defense lawyer in. Not he's a, not a defense lawyer. Right. It will work it out. <laughs> this it. totally all happened in Missouri too. So yeah. Totally Matt, get on it. that. The internet right, is right located in Missouri. <laughs> we all know this to be true. <laughs> okay. What was the actual last piece of uh, content that I was? producing slash engaging with because between the tunnels between the cat and this conversation i'm just sort of like (laughs) and watching us upside down well well we got onto ecoterrorism because of the beholder fish but then we were we were talking about secret tunnels why uh a fish would steal your soul okay i have rolled this back um no too late matt you don't get to know what you're litigating uh, just no, know you're that just you're litigating it. it. <laughs> We're going to be uh, spend life in prison if you don't get us off. Oh, God, phrasing. <laughs> Jesus. It's just Coca-Cola versus us. That's... <laughs> helpful quotes. Go. Helpful quotes. Someone. <laughs> and, needs to, and, and just as a request, the helpful quotes entry needs to include the, oh, Jesus phrasing. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry. Yep, helpful goat versus Coca Cola. We're gonna be represented by Matt. Uh, weirdly sponsored by Goldfish, which isn't even a separate brand. <laughs> okay. Anywho. Oh shit. Okay. Uh, wise man is gonna sort of um look over uh the map that you have like it's intriguing many of these seem to um and she'll sort of pause uh and tap a data pad uh and project a hologram sort of over your map uh, and you can see the sort of differences in the geography between Moon Tree City and Moon Tree Isle, um, and some of the disparities. At our best approximation, this it looks like many of the tunnels that you're highlighting serve as sewer conduits now. So it What's that? <laughs> So you used to throw all of your human waste just into the street? We put that in pipes under the ground. We prostitutated away. 
Yep, Everybody just has somebody who can do that's, press That's definitely what happens in, in the low magic setting of tier. <laughs> I say that with a completely straight face. I will make a deception check if you want. <laughs> Minnow is in it to win it. <laughs> sure. Attempt to deceive wise man uh, around this. Will. <laughs> I love that this is like the first deception check that you've made in a long Never. ass time. Yeah. <laughs> 20. Not natural. An unnatural 20 uh, to go along with the beholder. Uh, <laughs> you'll see Wiseman sort of stumbling. Huh, that's interesting. Uh, well, it, our, our system is perhaps a little lower effort, uh, more of a ongoing architecture, less uh, magical nepotism. Um, that's an interesting word for it. Magical nepotism. <laughs> Based on knowing someone who can press digitate it, or is this a paid professional service? It's paid. It's um, it's a public service. You can, oh. <laughs> yeah, it's tax oh. dollars. Yeah. Otherwise, people just do it for fertilization purposes. This, this also makes sense. That's what um, I do with my waste. I save it sometimes until I get back to a place that I can fertilize. That explains a lot. We just have a box of parchment paper. <laughs> <laughs> that's that's what you do with the oh book binding scraps. <laughs> Wise man is like, okay. Asana is, I will say... Asana and Delon are like sort of from the assembly. When when Delon sees you do that sort of stuff, yes. <laughs> Good job, Delon. Oh, Delon. Uh, um. It's like so. So it. Uh, it appears that some of these tunnels may have persisted structurally because that's probably why they would have followed them, but uh, we certainly could... I suppose we could try to see if it would give us access to anywhere. The The most interesting ones would be... And he'll, uh, she'll sort of uh, like circle the northeastern portion of the island around where the tree is. Like, uh, perhaps... Firework just happened. Good God! Sorry. The ninth. Yeah. Yeah. Right. Yeah. Um, I hate it. Still going. Uh. These would be perhaps most interesting. I I might be able to have Paragon operative see if we can access any of these tunnels, because the area around. The moon tree is much more controlled and restricted, so access there could be quite valuable. What? 
What? Everyone kind of like fucking Hollywood squares, like looking around, like Brady Bunch introing, like, and then you just like look at like long pause, direct sort of eye contact with the camera. What? Oh, <laughs> Jesus. That's good. So, I'm not going to try to reenact the, uh, the role play lines from this, but essentially, Wise Man's comment was, uh, it looks like the sewer tunnels, a lot of them may have followed these so that they were persistent sort of geological uh, features. Um, but the ones that she's most interested in are there are a couple that are marked more up by where the moon tree is in the northeast. Um, and that is a much more difficult to access area. It's much more controlled uh, so that she will maybe have a couple of sort of Paragon agents. uh uh see if there are still tunnels anywhere that's readily accessible uh that they don't get you know immediately murdered for going near okay thank you for recapping that for me i appreciate it i did almost just say what again but it's like <sighs> Deep breathing. We're okay. Someone needs to scream quiet. <laughs> uh, <sighs> um, I, I would just say that I don't know much about all of the things we need to do. All this technology is a lot. Sneaking around isn't really my not much of a planner but I do think that we already have Asana and our number one priority should be to get the boys I don't know how others feel but seems like they would be the most straightforward thing to do like, we have, like, it seems like the plan for how to at least start to reach out to them is already there. So, you know, maybe if we do that fast enough, we can circle back and see if we have time to go spelunking or uh, foro shooting. I don't know. Yeah, it wouldn't feel right to go back without at least reaching out to her songs. Uh, yes, I, the, as I said, that one is relatively straightforward. Uh, later today, I can uh, have the sort of required communications protocols on a data pad for you so that you could reach out and not be traced. Uh, and that should let you reach out to Detective Sam. You need to reach out to them? I was somewhat assuming that perhaps uh, 
Minnow or Asana would handle that portion of it at first. Okay. I'm happy to help if I can. I'll have you read the email before I send it. I do like reading. Minnow's like, I know. (laughs) I've been reading what you've been reading. (laughs) Um... And she'll sort of run like I and if it seems to me that it is important to you to give those who are from your time an opportunity to go home along with you, uh, that 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 makes sense to me. I think it speaks well of you, and it also would make sense to start by reaching out to this detective and if these Bessie buys sons are, are are with him, that should uh, be relatively straightforward. As much as I would not divulge large parts of our plan yet, if they are interested in returning to their time, we can relatively safely get them for the part of it that involves going home for you all. Uh, uh, I am not going to tell you not to pursue an attack on Foro. I just caution you that it will be very risky. It could have great benefits, especially if this corruption, this basing their technology off of you, Dent, or something like you, that would allow us to... That would allow us to strike at them... Even after you're gone, that information could be devastating for us to be able to use against them. So if if what you want is to bring them down, it may not have to be you direct. It may not be able to be you directly, but it certainly could be possible. I will, I will take care of things. Like I said, I will research some. If you are able to speak to the nanodrider and see if it has any insight into Foro's systems, their manufacturing, etc., that that will be good, or just an idea of how to attack. Uh, That could be helpful and could influence our planning. Uh, Yeah, I I will definitely try to speak to her not oh, in it her. and her name's Eliza oh, but she's like really less. exhausted as you can imagine she did have to fight us three times and then lost her body and came inside of mine Ooh, phrasing yeah 100% <laughs> <laughs> Life stream is just off the charts. <laughs> oh, but yeah, sure. As soon as she wakes up, I'll talk to her. As you uh, sort of finish that sentence in your head, you hear? Oh, oh, that was that was a good nap. That was a good nap. We needed that. Ah. Uh, hmm. 
Yeah, still in here, huh? Yep, still in here. H Hello? Can you hear me, Etch? Can I hear her? Yes. <laughs> okay. Hey, you're awake! Oh, hey! Yeah, uh, uh, uh how, how long has it been? Uh, roughly... Oh, the headache. 48 or 50-ish hours? Okay. Okay. Uh, okay. That's not too bad. Um... How are you feeling? Can you talk? Can you answer questions? Do you need, like, a glass of water? I, I, I don't know how a glass of water would work for us. Wait, hold up. You're using plural pronouns. Are you more than one drider? Uh, n n no, uh, we're still weak, um, oh, awake, but, but weak, um, yeah, I, I can, I can answer a few questions and then I'm probably, I have a question of my own and then I'll probably need to go dormant again for a little bit. But I, I can answer at least a few questions. Yes, uh, I. Uh, it is not that we are more than one drider. A nano drider is a fusion of nanites and a, a host. So, when am I now the host? Yes, though you won't turn into a nanodrider. Unless you want us to turn you into a nanodrider. It's not pleasant. <laughs> uh, like it hurts? Yeah. It sort of. Okay, you. yeah, so we'll put a pin in that. Speaking of pins, uh. Like. Like now that you're, you know, you're awake, and when you aren't, 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 aren't asleep and such, can you heal me? Uh, that, that will have more to do with my question. So. Oh, okay. What, uh, wait, wait, wait! Hold up, hold up! Most importantly, we're dying to know how were you able to find us every time. Uh, whenever we bit you, we injected some nanites. We just followed those. Wait, when did you bite me? Uh, I think any of us during combat, right? We, uh, you sort of feel your arm almost, uh, like, involuntarily twitch. Not, not quite like the level when you like hit your funny bone, but like if your your hand just like twitches uh -huh. a little bit, and it sort of twitches towards Delon. We bit that one a lot. Oh, poor Delon. So, if you bit us, any of us, we now have nanites in us. 
they expire after a couple of days. Oh, okay, cool, cool, cool. So then I will wait to tell Delon that he was a human tracking device. Cool, cool. Okay. Um. So okay. So what's your question? So yeah. So yeah, we, he is just a wee bit. We 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 are a hybrid entity. We we are nanites and a host. In this case, we lost Rachel. We one hundred percent lost Rachel. Where's Rachel? <laughs> well, rolling along. <laughs> uh, concerning. Oh. Oh, she says she closed Discord accidentally, and it won't. And be it open. won't open. <laughs> oh my gosh. <laughs> <laughs> gremlins yeah. uh well i will uh keep rolling with this conversation to the uh have oh no 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 chris has cheated to the side to be in uh chris's frame on the mm-hmm. overlay oh i'm dead now hey welcome back I accidentally- and i'm so dreamy sorry and i i have multiple people so <laughs> I closed Discord and it wouldn't reopen, and so I had to go into the task manager and end the Discord nice. task. Always so, good. Back now. Um, oh my goodness. So we we are we are a hybrid entity. We 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 were the nanites and the the girl, the mortal form that you mm-hmm. saw. that and then something something else was was overlaid onto us uh, it, another type of nanite it, it gave it gave them control as well as the ability to heal and regenerate in service of answering the demand to find you and hunt you and the ability to track you. Uh, I don't remember I don't remember much about the process of those things being sorry, we don't remember much about the process of those things being added to us, but they, they were They enhanced our abilities. They they had their own abilities, but they were less flexible. Um, and as you're watching, catch one of like the hairs and the fur on your arm will just sort of like turn into a loop, and then sort of re-straighten back out. We are able to alter our form. Easily, they, they they were not, but they they gave them control of us and enhanced our abilities. So, so this is very relevant to our question for you. Uh, 
before before they controlled us there is something some basic structure some basic goal that is a part of us part of the nanites of us it, it gives us access to to functions but only if they're shaped by by joining with a host the shape of that focus is set by the host oh. i don't <clears throat> I, something is wrong i do not have access to everything that i should it may be due to the lingering effects of the control it may be due to something else that was done I only know the general form of the choice. Augmentation? Or collaboration? Don't... I am... We are sorry that we do not know more about what this entails. Okay, so all of you are going to see Catch basically scratching his head because I am very confused. I, uh, I, I mean, like, was it the, that, like, corruption stuff that you pulled out of, out of your, like, dent and, and yourself? Is that, that the stuff that you, that, that caused... Yes. What now? We... We are not... We are not originally a creation of Foro. We were made... It we cannot remember... We were huh? made for something else, for another purpose, to, to, to help, to, to help our hosts, to be huh? an entity with our hosts. But Foro took us and introduced that corruption that overrode, gave us, made their goals our goals inescapable, ever-present, requiring us to continue to reform ourselves after destruction in pursuit of that goal. Do you know where Foro took you from? I... He... We have only scraps and fragments. The union of governments, Astracorp, uh, 
four oh. Object access? We were made for something, an experiment. Okay. Okay, I can I can tell that you're you're needing to kind of shut down again. Um, do you have any other questions or anything you need to kind of like discuss or share at the moment? The shape. The shape of the, the choice, the, the, to augment or to collaborate, that. So are you saying I need to decide? I need to make a choice? It, it does not have to be now, but it is your choice. Okay, Not okay, ours. cool. So, like, augment would be, like, to turn me into a drider. No, no, that, that was no? that was more of a 4-0 thing, turning... Oh, okay, sweet, sweet, sweet. So, like, what do you mean by augment? We are not sure fully to boost your abilities to, to possibly heal, to... We are, we are unsure. Okay, what do you mean by collaborate? to operate alongside you as a partner. Okay, okay, so that kind of sounds like the little guy that lives inside of uh, Dent. Um, okay, I'm gonna think on that, um, but I have one last question for you and then you can go take a very long nap again. We are trying to figure out a way to get back to our time. We are not from here. Can I go back to my time with you inside me? We, Do you know? We feel that's a Big question for a very sleepy nano-entity. We will consider the ramifications of this while we sleep? Fair. And I will consider the other part while you sleep. Good. Alright. Go, go take a nap. I'll be here. And then you guys will see Catch be like, what the hell did I get myself into? Taking Very cool Eliza stuff, guys. Up. Very cool stuff. Eliza was awake, and then Eliza is back asleep. Uh, but I got an answer to your question, Ressa. Oh, good, good, good. I want to hear. <sighs> yeah. Uh, and I'm going to point at Dellen. Human tracking device. Uh, what did I do? You got bit a lot. I did get bit a lot. It hurt. Yeah. Apparently, every time she injured one of us, her nanites went into us and she tracked us that way. Oh. So yeah. do we all still have her nanites on us? No. 
No, she said they'd like die off after a couple of days. So you probably pooped them out. It's good. It's good. Oh, okay. <laughs> oh, should wow. I be careful about fertilizing my plants with that specific? Uh... I think that the poop here is just going to press to digitation it. <laughs> yeah. I'm just going to say, like, as Dellen has been sitting and, like, <laughs> now sort of nervously petting Mr. Jimbles at the, like, oh, yeah, human tracking device, nanites in you, you're going to see Mr. Jimbles just sort of, like, do the cat scooching away <laughs> thing. Like, it's just going to sort of adjust Jimbles. his bowler hat, hop down, walk away. Ben's nice. going to go over to catch and, like, he's going to, like, start unscrewing his pinky and he's going to be like, so do you want to go fishing? Get another beholder fish and find out for real. <laughs> Hell yes, I want to go fishing because I need to talk to you. Don't we need to still decide what we're doing? What else did Eliza say? We, we just did. <laughs> All right. <laughs> we won't have time for Foro then. <laughs> Um, I would have relayed the stuff about Foro having taken the nanites. Um, I would not have mentioned anything about the collaboration or augmentation yet. Um, or about the traveling back in time. But the other... Like the, the Union of Governments, Astrocore. Yeah, like I would have mentioned all of that... I just would not have talked about the, um, basically what's, what my choice has to be kind of thing yet. Cause I need to figure all that out. Yeah. Does any of that mean anything? Project? What was it? A was it project access? Access. Project access. Like access. Or access. Or access. Uh Lena said axis as in the Y. A-X-I-S. Okay. Um, yeah, I'll, to Wiseman, does that mean anything to you? There have there have been whispers of the edges of something, some massive collaboration between some of the corps. Uh, it uh. was Marie Big Splater. Oh, no. oh. <laughs> kill it! Squish it! Squish it! No, oh, it's Eliza. Eliza. No, <laughs> you release it outside. Oh, it's oh, your God, friend. It get it! Get it! Get a cup. Oh, I don't even have shoes on. <laughs> oh no! It's blending into the rug. <laughs> this is turns into a horror stream. Sorry, <laughs> <laughs> Heather. Okay, continue. I'm just gonna try to find it. There it is. Um. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Sorry, I hate spiders. Oh, I'm so sorry. Visceral. I'm very sorry. I won't be I... taking any more notes tonight. <laughs> I also... oh. <laughs> Did you use your notebook to kill it? Yeah. Your notebook needs to be burned. <laughs> oh dear. Oh god! Thank God for cats that like try to chase things and mm. uh, um, oh, sorry 
No, no, no. You're totally fine. I'm glad that that situation was able to be resolved. Um, what was... Oh, the... I, there have been whispers of a collaboration between some of the pillars. Such a thing is almost unheard of, but it it happened after I left Dracon. So I do not know if Dracon is involved. I do not know the, the shape or the scope of it or its goal. Um, this is certainly news to me. Do we have um, people in Paragon who are in other or representatives of other courts? Other, court? other locations especially have contained more people who are specialists in the other pillars. Given that this Can is Dracon's we... base, many of our operatives here are mostly concerned Can with Dracon. Can we message or something and see if anybody from yes, an area where Union of Governments Astrocore Foro would know I, I will, about Project Axis? I, I will request uh, that anything that they've seen, and especially around those uh, specific terms, those specific other pillars, etc., there may be at least a, a shape that we can start to make out, even if we cannot find direct records. So I will, I will get the, I will get the data pad that will allow you to communicate with the detective over sometime later today. I think you can act on that as soon as you can. I will uh, continue to do research to see about getting you all an access point to Foro, and also find out more about this project access. Uh, and if uh, Eliza has any other information, you can let me know if it leads to a vulnerability or other sort of thing we can do. Stay safe. Thanks, Wiseman. She'll sort of look at it. Maybe not too much fishing. After she leaves... Um, I might look around and be like, speaking of not too much fishing before you fish, can we can we have a little little family meeting, a little group powwow? Because we got to make a decision. And I feel like I'm... I might have a different answer than some of you, and but we can't do these things alone. Is that okay? Can we do that? Can we talk? So, getting home, getting Bessie Bai's boys home, getting Asana home, that's, that's what I see as priorities zero. There's no higher priority than that for me. Foro and Project Axis and understanding this stuff, like, is this our fight? Because... I don't know. And I, it's hard to say because the things that were happening at home were so confusing and so big and obviously so connected to this time that I don't know. And it confuses me. But part of me wants to leave this fight to people like Wiseman. This is her fight. This is her era. And 
get ourselves back to where we belong and fight our fight. I, I think I don't part know. of the complicating factor there is that their fight impacts our fight because if the two times continue to overlap, then there's no way to separate them. I agree. I don't, I mean, we don't know what the connections are, but we chase one rabbit hole and we find ourselves in a warren, you know, and how long do we chase those rabbits here <laughs> thinking that we're going to be fighting their fight because it's our fight. And then we're 60 years old and we go home and we've missed our lives there. So here's and my question. So I agree that our top priorities are Asana and, and the sons. Um, and getting ourselves home. That. But also, I feel like our top, one of our other priorities, the second priority should be not, I don't, I don't know how exactly to do this, but not letting this happen again. If we don't stop whatever time thing is happening, there's just going to take more people from our time. And I feel like we, why we, you're correct. We don't necessarily have a responsibility to this time, but we have a responsibility to our own time. And if, if we couldn't stop so that nobody else disappears, I think that that would be my hope. I agree, and I just want to say on that point, and I know there's more people to hear out here, that we don't know that chasing down leads at Foro or chasing down Project oh, no. this the Nanodrider stuff, we don't, Foro, we don't yeah. know what's going to get answers or what's going to, what's causing or create, and so that's that's the other piece of that question. I'm sorry, I'll defer to others. My assumption was Draco or not whatever the other dragon corp is. Dracon. Dracon, thank you. Uh, but because it was doing stuff with timey wimey stuff, that it might be the one to look at more in depth. Uh, I'm of two minds on this, and not just because I have Ed right here. You um, somebody? No, it's all good. It's all good. Um, on one hand, I feel that, you know, I totally identify with, you know, our number one priority mean needing to be getting back and getting everyone who has been taken by this weird time situation to get them back home. Uh, but, and I don't know, I don't know how much we can, how much I should read into this, but at every step along the way, as we've been doing what we've been doing, you know, I've been learning more about myself and my creation. And I've had those visions that I still don't know if they were entirely my past or my future but you said minnow that this isn't your war 
but I've seen you in it. I've seen all of us in it. I don't know if that means that we're going to be fighting it on our home turf or are on this turf. Those details were foggy. Um, but I, I just feel like we, we, we should, we shouldn't just turn down opportunities, uh, to, to do things that are good here while we're here, while we have the time to do them. But do we have the time? And we don't know. I guess, yeah, the, the question for me is, is there, you know, if, if what is on this data stick that Wiseman left us tells us that we could get back tomorrow if we just did this tomorrow. And it would take, you know, what if, here's, here's what, what worries me about that approach is that today we have three leads and we start tracking them down and three weeks from now we have seven leads and we start tracking those down and eight months from now we have 10 leads and we start tracking those down and five years from now we have 20 more leads and we're tracking those down like we could spend our lives fighting here because obviously there's fights to be had here look at the fish look at the beholder fish you know it did a lot of looking at me <laughs> yeah that like it's creepy corporation things pillars that track you while you're you know this data shit i th there's fights to be fought here and the more that we like if we think well if we have time for this we will we'll have time to just finish this project out or see this investigation out then at what point you know like do we have a hard limit of saying like if we've been here for a month and we've done everything you know we've there's a million things left to do, but we've been here a month. Do we go home now? Is it five months? Is it a year? We only have 22 day window, I think. Yeah, Why? I thought we did have a hard time frame. That's what Wiseman said. She uh, said we have a 22 day. I think it's 22 day. Yep. In this window, she implied that there would be other windows, but I don't know that I want to count on that. We have 22 days and, until we can even leave, right? No. I, oh, so, no, we can leave within these 22 days. Right. Okay. Asana would confirm that. That okay. essentially because of the configuration of the machines, where things are, the platforms they're on, etc., you have a gap that you can exploit a vulnerability, but only for a chunk of time. And neither she nor wise man knows after that. <laughs> think that it's important to keep in mind that a lot of us chunk of us yes we what we want to go home that is our goal but we don't necessarily have something or someone to go home to and i think it's important to keep minnow in mind and what she is feeling that she has a partner and a person that loves her and that she loves back home, back in our time. And 
I feel like maybe our sense of urgency is not the same as hers because hers is personal in a way that ours isn't. And so it is a tough decision and I don't necessarily know what to do, but I think it's important to keep in mind the battles that our own members are having within themselves right now and making this decision. Super quick over the table. I thought Minnow's husband disappeared. Uh, Minnow's partner is non-binary and they, oh, okay. they're just at home. No, that's cool. It's, they're just they home. disappeared in Amberheart. In Amberheart. Uh, but okay. then they were along back. Yeah. Else, yeah. Along with everybody else, yeah. Uh, yeah. I want to go home, but I don't I don't have a specific drive. I want to go home because I miss it, but my feeling is a lot less urgent than hers, I assume. And I know Ketch has a family, a big family, but I also know Ketch is resigned that something might happen to him and he might not return. And I feel it would be great to also get Ketch back to his family, too. Yeah, and, you know, Dent, I... I don't think our part in this fight is over. I don't want my part in this fight to be over. Whatever is happening, I'm not satisfied with an answer that says, well, we got home to our own time. We'll just ignore that something's happening. But I don't think that the only place that we're going to be fighting this fight is here. And I do agree with you that we don't know. And that sucks. But like, you know, like if when when we get back to Moon Tree Isle, there's going to be a fight to be had there too. I think, based on what we've seen, there's no reason to expect it not to be that way. And I'm just wondering, you know, like what what the that trade off is, where that that yeah. Do. Do you think that that's the the end game of this operation to get everyone back and then and then fight that creature back in the cave back from our time or do we just let that thing continue doing what it's doing? I don't I don't know. I mean, what if I mean like that thing that when we got into the cave like it wasn't right. Delon was like, didn't recognize where we were entirely. Isn't that how it was? And what's going on with, you know, it was something was already messed up there. And I think we saw these more and more frequent instances of this time period and our time period collapsing on each other. And if that's happening, it's still happening until someone does something to shut it down. And if these time periods are collapsing, fighting here, fighting there, what difference does it make? It's, you know, it's it's fighting the same thing. Does that make sense? I don't know. I, it's hard to sort out. But if we miss this window to go home because we think we have to fight here, but the fight was back there all along... Or the fight's somewhere else entirely, and we don't even know how to get there? I'm not going to say that we 
we should just, you know, avoid this window. I think going home while we still can is the be probably definitely the best thing for those of us that are trapped here and perhaps especially aren't engaging in the fight like Bessie buys boys uh, and so on and so forth. Um, and I imagine Asana, you want to go home, right? I do. I, I, <clears throat> I, I, I said to you all that I, I do wish to return home. It is, is harder for me because I have I have been alive for nineteen years. Three of them have been here. I have friends here. I have I have seen how the people in this tier suffer. I have seen the things that are done and no one no one fights because the risks are too high. That is why I'm glad I was found by Paragon. They fight. I'm not going to lie and I certainly have never intended to lie to you about this at any point. Aragon has to pick its fights. And even doing that, Aragon loses plenty of fights. But they try. I... <clears throat> I am not able to get myself home by myself. You all being here is an opportunity that we have not had previously. The fact that aligns with an opportunity within the technology of Dracon for the best. I think reaching out to especially by his sons, making sure if they want to go home is important. I think if there is something that wise man can find that we can do, or that Eliza could find that we could do, that might help Paragon fight Foro, and still let us get home. I don't mean being out and doing that onto the twenty-first day, leave some padding, you know. But maybe that honors. And it is different for each of us, but it also, for me, honors people who took tremendous risk to shelter me for three years. And no, no. It's a good point that we also don't have to take the entire fight on ourselves. We could put things in motion with the knowledge that we've gained we don't have to be, we're not the only soldiers. We could just help push things forward. If we, if you all are very capable and if you all stayed for two years, I do not think we could just by those actions make much of a dent in any of the pillars. But if there is an opportunity to get data 
malfeasance, a weakness, something like that, and could be given to Paragon for them to keep using and keep fighting with, that could make a difference here. That that is that is all I suggest. But I also recognize because I have been fighting them for three years, I recognize how dangerous they are. I do not claim that it is an easy choice. I I do not even fully know what my decision on that front is. I just know where my heart sort of catch Rasa. I think we need to go home within the window. And I agree that if there's some way that we can find to help, you know, by finding data or a weakness, that that would be great. But I, I want to see my family. I, I this isn't my world. This I miss home. I'm sure there will be ways to fight from there. I just don't know what they are yet. I feel like that closes out the session and it's just like this <laughs> immensely heavy note to go out on. <laughs> Mr. Jimbles walks through, knocks something off a table. Right. <laughs> Very good. Beautifully done, everybody. Um, for everybody watching, thank you so much. Hope you had a good time. Hope you enjoyed the combination of uh, slapstick comedy and uh, heavy ethical <laughs> wrangling that I legitimately kind of feel is like a hallmark of the way I do things, where it's like joke, 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 lore drop! Uh not usually quite so heavy on the joke, 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 uh, ethical wrangling of what is the, you know, appropriate morality of, uh, staying or going. Um, but everyone did an amazing job. I hope everybody enjoyed it. Uh, you can follow us here on Twitch. Uh, thank you to, uh, we had a follow somewhere in there for some reason. My, uh, Streamlabs is not showing a link to that correctly. Um, but thanks for the follow. Uh, we stream multiple times every week coming up next week we have uh, Goats of Saltmarsh on Wednesday starting at 9pm we have Spire on Thursday at 8.30pm Eastern, these times are all in Eastern and on Friday we will have uh, Goats and Dragons The Fates of Rin uh, I will desperately try to remember a character voice that I've been playing for three years because it's been a hot minute since we've played that campaign. We'll get to see Rachel uh, guest uh, star as Clem for a few sessions. Mm -hmm. um, yeah, it should be awesome. Uh, thank you so much, everybody. As always, from everyone here at Helpful Goat Gaming, hope you're safe, hope you're well, be kind to yourselves and to each other. Love y'all. And that was our latest installment in the world of Tear. And many more episodes await you in the podcast Helpful Goat Gaming Presents. You can also listen to our multi-year 1 to 20th level campaign on the podcast Goats and Dragons. Or maybe you're looking for a podcast called Dom and Dragons where we played D&D with Dominic Monaghan. Yes, that Dominic Monaghan. You can find that on Dom and Dragons in the Goats and Dragons feed wherever you get your podcasts. And if you need more of us in your life, follow us on Twitter, Facebook, and Instagram at HelpfulGoat. Watch us live on Twitch at HelpfulGoat, or join our Discord. 
please consider rating and reviewing any helpful goat product. It really helps us out. And until next time, we love you. Hang in there. Bye.